free speech. It's more important than your feelings. The Kate Daly Show starts now. But I will always be real with you. I will be bold without the bull. I get up in the morning and look at Joe and say, where the hell are we? Oh, that, my friends, is the finest that government has to offer right now. <laughs> Eric Swalwell and Bobblehead Biden. Yep. Leaves us wanting. I know. Is that Seriously, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. We're live today. I've got Dr. Paul Gooch with me. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm Are glad you? to be here. Heck I, yeah. I've I never am had it so really, good. I, right? I am really <laughs> glad to have you. We have so much to talk about uh, in today's show. And I also have Allison coming on the last hour, relationship guru. So if you have any oh, questions awesome. for relationships, and it can be anything, you can actually message me. I always learn from her when she comes she, on. I, I know. It. She's really good. Yeah. Prager ha- has had her on for like 15 years. I mean, they have a long relationship and... She just, uh, she's doing seminars all over the country, you know, country. Now it's all virtual, of course. Yeah. But wow, right? And I always want to like, like text the link to my wife. I know, <laughs> right? It's so true though, because she <laughs> yeah. always has something where I'm like, ooh, that's good. That's yeah. really good. And I don't care if you've been married 45 years, 25 years, or two years. Well, the it's insights all are this, just rich. Yeah. So true. So Allison comes on the last hour. I've got Dr. Gooch with me the first two hours, and um, we have a lot to talk about. I was reading through a book um, called Letters to the American Farmer, uh, and uh, or Letters from the American um, an American Farmer, and the book is dated back in uh, the 1700s. He lived back in the 1700s, and there's so much insight into how they viewed the world, why America. And how those that were coming over to America were really not the most learned, not the not the botanists, as he would say, not the people that you would have thought were were coming over. It was the hardy. I want to work for the dream people. Right. It was your it was your good stock of just hardworking folks. And the only thing that they had advantage wise was land and you work the land you profited from the land everything was about the land and we're going to talk about that in the next hour a lot more just because it it's so i would think that if you want somebody to listen to a podcast of this show and educate them like our youth for sure your grandkids your kids this would be a great opportunity to get them to understand what america was like you know what I, I love? I love actual constitution. So, so Kate sent me uh, excerpts from that this morning, and this guy was almost exultant in yes. the produce. You know what he yes. was producing, what he could produce and from the land, and how much freedom he had to produce from the right. land, and how the land almost just wanted to give. You right, know? right. And it's the only so thing he owed his king, because this is pre-revolutionary war America, the only yes. thing he owed his king was a mere peppercorn. It is so true. Anyway, oh, and, then, and then you see him talk about getting married and having his kids, yes. and like, and then his whole reason for existing—he just got even more productive. And yes, I loved it. It's really I refreshing it. and interesting. And you know what? Those that that cry for racial justice and systematic racism and critical race theory and all of the above, right? Narratives—they do not want you to open a book 
and read from anybody that that wrote anything in that period of time. So because actually, it would annihilate the narrative. I didn't ask you this, but I have uh-huh. a theme for today. What's that? The theme would be that that the principles of liberty mm-hmm. properly applied incent give give men the ins, uh, the greatest incentive to do well, to be productive. So true. And the absence of liberty, just the opposite. That's the truth. But the principles of liberty properly yeah. applied. I think I you love that. In, you see it in that story. No, it's the truth. And we'll be talking about it in a little more detail. I want to read some of it on the air because it's that it's that interesting to me. Um, but, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll say with this show, you know, I don't want it to become the complain you know, session every day, which it's not hard to do because government's lying. They're deceptive. And it's it's sad. It's sad to watch. And it's been really hard since the whole COVID thing. I have to be honest. When I saw legislators doing nothing, when our freedoms were being taken um, over really nothing. Yeah. Like I said before, the death rate of 2020 in Utah was 687 per 100,000. Well, in 1999, it was over 780 per 100,000. Okay. There's no plague going on. There's no airborne plague. And so when I saw people that I thought had common sense in government, absolutely deprive you of your constitutionally recorded God-given rights, it really threw me for a loop to see it be that horrific. Okay, and and so it's been really hard for me to contain my anger, to tell you the truth, really hard for me to do that. But I want this year because the low hanging fruit right now is to talk about bobblehead or to talk about all the stuff they're doing. We know what they're doing. We know their plan. The plan has been out. Right. So really what this show has got to do is educate in complete and total principles as much as it possibly can. And of course, you know, people go, oh, that's not exciting. You know, I know it's not the most exciting thing, but I'll tell you this. It is exciting. I know. I was just going to say that because (laughs) if you talk about that, if you go back to the principles, then we can understand why and what is going on. Because if you just take the low hanging fruit of the day, which conservative radio really does, right? It's this happened today and this, you know, okay. And we do, we do need to talk about those things. But at the core, what is the issue? And so I, 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 my hope is that every month I'm going to take on a new book, whether it's Bastiat the Law, whether it is Economics in One Lesson, whether it all of the greats. And I want to make sure that we're going over these books and we're understanding the principles because this is the reading list I tell everybody to do. Why not do that on the show, right? Yeah. Why not do that on Fridays or whatever the case may be? And I'm still going to talk about those things that don't get talked about. And we're still going to go under the hood because the one era that strikes me and it's so amazing to me how many lies were told is the 60s, the 60s and the 40s. These two uh, decades were so full of lies that I could do multiple shows on just even the 60s alone. And I'm I am actually prepared to blow your mind. For those that don't understand what I'm talking about, your mind will be blown. But OK, we do have to talk about what is happening in this legislative session as well, because we're in the Utah hour. But I kind of wanted to give you a preface of this year because we have got to get educated. This is just, it's just too sickening. Um, And we could piecemeal it out by the headline, 
But I would rather actually take books and actually just really go to town on on certain books. And I think that would be really beneficial. Um, I be, I've been doing this a long time. We have over 7,000 hours of podcasts. I know. I say that and I laugh because it's just so much. But um, but I'm telling you, we have a lot of work still to do. And, um, and I recognize that. Also, um, Mike uh, Lindell and I have joined forces for my pillow. And I know a lot of you want to support him. Guess what? You get to support him and the show at the same time. That's exciting. Isn't that cool? If you're looking at buying pillows, sheets, down comforters, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, dog beds. I mean, I'm talking the stuff I know you're going to go to buy. Don't go buy it at Costco. Don't go buy it at these places and prop up these narratives that they are shoving down your throat. Go to my pillow and use the code Kate, K-A-T-E. And I'm asking you to do this because this will support the show. You'll support me and you'll support Mike. And Mike was gracious enough to partner up with this show and want to support this show. So we've got a great deal. And I'm telling you, if you go and you put in the code Kate, you're going to get all the savings. You're going to get all the coupons. You're going to get everything uh, that you want out of your order. But you're going to be supporting the show just by buying the regular stuff that you always do. And let me tell you, I've actually had a pillow for four years. I haven't talked about it much on the show. I love it. I actually got it from a, a, my, my actual nephew's uh, wife who worked in the industry of pillows and sheets and all that. Well, she gave me a pillow, And uh, I didn't buy it, but she gave it to me. And I've loved it. And so that's why um, I'm telling you that this is a great product. You can support both. Mike is doing a tremendous job. He'll be back on the show again. And I'm telling you, please do this. Do it for me. Do it for Mike. And do it because they have great products. So there so, you go. So you were my pillow before my pillow was cool. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Code word Kate. K A T E. Right? And uh, I'll be talking about this, of course, on the air. But there's also an 800 number, 800 873 1052. 873 1052 that you can call and order as well if you just like to use the phone and not the internet but they have every product known to man but you could you get to help both and i he's just such a great guy can i we, we had a great conversation after the show and i just want to tell you he really wants to help uh true uh conservative radio so i have dr paul gooch with me the phone lines are open 888-673-1450 before we go to break, we have a couple of minutes, so I want to segue into this. But tell me about SB 205, this bill. SB 205 yeah. is, um, they're trying to add back into the um, the options for the parties a way to nominate that used to be um, how basically Utah conducted its nominating system since statehood, 1887, right? right? Okay. And that is... Um, they're trying to put the option back in for a convention-only path. When SB 54 came along in 2014, that's how the parties operated. Mm -hmm. And we had this big battle, count my vote, count my vote wanted signatures only, essentially. Uh, there was a big kind of uh, political fight that happened. The legislature stepped in and um, changed the options for political parties to nominate. And what we ended up with is... They gave us two choices, signature only, or you can have the signature option and convention. You had to have both. And you got to pick between one of those two things as a political party. Yeah. Um, and the um, it has been described uh, as an unhealable wound that it well, created yeah. in it's our It's gutting politics. the process of yeah. us vetting them. 
Right. Right. And, so, and nominating them. And, yeah. OK. It's a lot of what we want to talk about yeah. today. So anyway, yes. to have for the political parties to have the option if they want to, to go back to a convention only. So 205, process, SB 205 is good. Yes. Well, it's it's definitely a step in the right direction. Okay, because not, yeah. even higher law would be like this is a First Amendment issue, <laughs> and they shouldn't be telling private parties how it, to conduct their exactly. business and their membership and all that yes. kind of stuff. But um, usually, but people want to go. Is it good or bad? For now, <laughs> so we'll be we'll be glad to have that option back in. That's okay. the, that's the idea there. And yippee, the edicts from our king, um, Governor Cox, um, we're in the moderate zone in um, Washington. Uh, in Washington County, so you don't have to um, stand six feet apart anymore for the thing that's oh, not airborne. Oh, it's about time. Yeah, I'm really tired <laughs> of the fake plague. This has just gone on too long. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic in St. George. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Are you frustrated because the intimacy in your relationship has diminished? Well, Wasatch Medical Clinic has the answer. We use the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown by Cambridge, to repair damaged blood vessels and get your blood flowing where you want it, when you want it. We've helped thousands of men get off the pill and restore those younger years in the bedroom, and we can help you too. If you're ready to put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, With proven technology, call us right now for an unprecedented offer. We'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, even the blood flow ultrasound, totally free. Plus an enhanced gift proven to produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $550 value, totally free to those that call us right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now and throw those pills away. 435-922-7000. 7, hey, Southern Utah, it's Katie from Nielsen RV. I hope you've all missed me as much as I've missed you. Well, I'm back, and I want to invite you all to stop by and check out all of the exciting new models we've brought in. We have everything from tent trailers to toy haulers, motorhomes to park models, and as always, warranty forever at no cost to you. So check out any of the Nielsen RV locations on State Street and Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at nielsenrv.com. Looking for a hot tub or swim spa? Look no further than Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool. Visit their showroom where you'll find their hot tubs come fully loaded with steps, cover, and a chemical kit. But wait, for a limited time, you'll get up to $1,000 off. Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool is making it easy and affordable to purchase your own hot tub or swim spa today. Southern Utah's number one hot tub dealer, Absolute Comfort Spa and Pool. Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, explains how Red River Health and Wellness can help you. If you have low thyroid and you're taking thyroid medication, the biggest question you should ask yourself is what's causing my low thyroid specifically? If you don't know the answer to that question, it's important to call us. At Red River, we identify triggers that will cause the low thyroid to begin with. One of the most common causes of low thyroid is a disease called Hashimoto's disease. This is an autoimmune disease that is a lot more complicated than just a primary thyroid issue. This is why people will be on thyroid hormone, but still feel little to no improvement because nothing's being done to address the bigger, more complicated problem, which is Hashimoto's. If you have low thyroid or you have an autoimmune disease and you're on medication and still don't feel well, call Red River. Schedule your appointment today at 855-55-RIVER. Red River Health and Wellness with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Call 
Red River today. Don't know what to do with the furniture that won't fit into your new home? Don't leave it in the garage. Consign it. Let us help you find new owners for your unwanted pieces. This is Lisa from Red Cliffs Consignment. We are open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And we're located on North Mall Drive, nestled comfortably between Boulevard Home and the Barbecue Hut. Many of you are furnishing a second home or short-term rental and are not quite comfortable with buying furniture online. At Red Cliffs Consignment, you can see it and touch it, sit at it and on it, and best of all, you can take it home today. We have an interesting mix of furniture and accessories for you to explore and get new items in daily. From very old to nearly new, you are bound to find something you love. Come see it, touch it, sit at it and on it at Red Cliffs Consignment. A new year can be a healthy year for you and your family. Health care is more important today than ever before. The big question is how do we provide quality health care for our families at the lowest price possible? Four Points Health is doing just that. They are providing their patients with quality medical, dental, behavioral, and mental health services at the cost they can afford. How do they do that, you ask? They're a community health center, and the cost of seeing a doctor could be as low as $20 per visit. And at Four Points Health Centers, they treat the whole family from infants to seniors. Their patients and their health Health and wellness is their top priority. Walk-ins and same-day appointments are usually available at their clinics in Cedar City, St. George, and Ivans. Most insurances are accepted, but if you don't have insurance, that's okay too. They base the cost on your income and household size. Let this new year be your healthiest year. Four Points Healthcare Centers take pride in their services. They're dedicated to providing health and wellness to the entire community while servicing the underserved. For more information and offerings, visit fourpointshealth.org. That's Four Points Health. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome to your Friday. You made it. Good for you. (laughs) Oh, you guys, I know. I know so many people right now where they just live for the weekend because it's just, it's kind of stressful and it's hard right now and I get it. Um, But here's to you. You made it. So uh, you're on the heels of your Friday night uh, about to launch and that's a good sign. Um, We all need our weekends, don't we? Make sure you get over to uh, Dixie Chiropractic. I'm telling you. They are so good. And Ward Wagner, Dr. Wagner, is just awesome. Uh, My husband absolutely loved him. And he um, really helped him with some back issues that he was having. And he has just about every kind of technology you could possibly imagine. I'm serious. This guy, uh, Dr. Wagner, is just awesome. Dixie Chiropractic. If you're looking for a chiropractor, I would definitely tell you to go to him. Because uh, he has just been amazing for my husband. So, I'm just telling you. Um, in fact, I'm just about to send one of my kids to him, too. All right. Yeah. They're good people. Yeah, really good people. Wagners are awesome. Uh, but Dixie Chiropractic, very, very, very talented at what he does. Um, all right. Uh, I have Dr. Gooch with me, and we were just kind of chatting about 2000, uh, SB 205. And is there anything else you wanted to say about SB 205? Well, just that it's definitely a step in the right direction. And mm-hmm. um, I can tell you from my perspective, so I've been involved in this process since 2011. 
Okay. Which is where yeah. we met yeah. was in the middle of all of that. Right. And um, the beauty of Utah's caucus convention system is that it creates a dual incentive. Like it really honestly puts in place organizationally the um, – the, the need for our elected officials to stay connected to us at the neighborhood level, like they can't get access to the ballot unless they really, really stay connected. Okay. And the the other side of the incentive for us is it incentives it incentivizes us to participate because that's where we get our connected control. Um, I think we had gotten really lazy with it, which is one of the reasons that it ended up kind of going away to SB 54. Mm-hmm. But the observation I would make is after having watched now for 10 years since... Um, and getting involved before they took it away from us mm-hmm. and seeing what happened after and watching the fight to get it restored. Um, the, I, I'm just telling you, the, the general attitude of the people we, have, we elect has right. changed dramatically. It's almost like they built their an ivory tower and they've mm-hmm. climbed right up in it and they're stiff arming us. Yeah. And it feels different. Like I've felt, I've felt it both ways. I've participated both ways, and yeah. such a stark difference. It and they is. know they don't need to pay attention. I know. I to know. the neighborhoods. I saw I saw Governor uh, Cox and his. Uh, you know, I'm going to be in touch with you every week to let you know what to do next, how to tie your shoes, what to eat for breakfast, uh, yeah. how to wear the mask, when to get the vaccine. Government was never supposed to be in our lives this much. Yeah, and very um, maternalistic. I, when you said you noticed a difference, uh, the difference is the edicts coming from on high and the fact that they don't care as much about yeah. the fact that that they're going to stay in office, whether you like it or not. And that's the problem it that we are in is. right now. It yeah. honestly is. So well, they don't, they don't you, worry about pleasing the constituent. Right. Yeah. Well, so if, if they need if they need to go through the vetting process to actually get on the ballot, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just such an important step to make sure that, you know, kind of merit rises to the top. Once you leave that right. arena, once you leave the convention arena and it becomes a contest for, you know, say a primary ballot or the general election, then that's when all of a sudden money and fame mm-hmm. and all of that becomes the currency. Right. And so this just makes sure that before they get there, they have passed through that, that, you know, yeah. that spanking machine, so yeah. to speak, or whatever, yeah. just vetting. like, hey, you know, the, the vetting. vetting. It's like, come on. Right? Who are you? What do you believe? Yeah. If you have a voting record, why right. did you vote this way on that thing or this it's thing? It's accountability like, rather than look right. at my shiny poster, believe what I say. And when I get in, I just won't go follow through with anything I say. I mean, and then yeah. nobody holds their feet to the fire. So to, to my Republican friends out there, don't lynch me. But I think one of the reasons is I really study this out and think mm-hmm. about what happened. The fact that our caucus meetings only happen once every two years. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's what was meant. I don't think it's what our founding fathers meant. Mm-hmm. And really, honestly, it probably should be something more like, um, you know, our caucus, our neighborhood caucuses should be something that's a yeah. little bit more active, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, once a month or something. Right, and right. your delegates paying well, attention to what's, you know, the legislation that's out there and staying a little bit more connected to those Well, people. it's kind of like these misconceptions that they're pushing too. you know, elected officials, um, you know, that that when the mail-in voting came about, they were so excited. I mean, almost just you know, slobbering over the fact, oh, we'll have more votes. It isn't about more votes. 
Right. It's more fraudulent votes. That's <laughs> that's the problem with mail-in voting. And so why cannot why can we not have a process that is thoroughly vetted to vote and make it something special and unique to this country? Why are we why are the politicians in office right now like our state senator, state senators right now? Why are all these people salivating over mail-in voting? They shouldn't be. If you are a true conservative, you you should get and understand that right. this is not okay, that, that, that there's a lot about it that needs to be changed. And right. this is not the direction to go in. People well, go, well, it's easy. Yeah, it's we've, comfortable. We've, we've bent over backwards right. trying to make it easy for people. Mm-hmm. And it's politically incorrect to say, hey, wait a minute. You right. know, what, what's wrong with a little bit of effort here? But I'll tell you what, if this country is not worth a little bit of effort, like getting out in person, you know, yes. face, and, and voting face to face on a piece of paper with your ID or whatever. If it's not worth that, <laughs> well, there, why? That's like the peppercorn I, that we talked about. There, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the peppercorn a, for the a, king. Such a teeny, teeny price to pay, considering the price that was paid before this mm-hmm. to get it here. Yeah, that's exactly the, yeah. that's exactly the truth. So we have huge lessons to learn in that, and that we like things for the wrong reasons, and we should not like it to be so easy that we don't even have to think about it. I mean, we're making it to the point where you don't even have, I mean, honestly, you could just do it while you're asleep. I mean, we're getting to that point where it just means nothing. Well, yeah, and it's just that that solid truth, you know. Yeah. If it doesn't cost you anything, you don't value it. Yeah, so true. Um, There's a couple of bills. Um, Natalie Klein, who I had on the show, who is school board now, uh, state school board, she said uh, HB 177, adding consent to sexuality education vote no. Um, the bill pushes the topic of consent in the classroom starting in the seventh grade. And they are talking about there. The, the talk is all about engaging in sexual activities, sexual experimentation, exploration. I mean, you name it. They're talking about it. Yes. In Utah. So don't don't go with the whole, you know, but it's not in Utah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, folks. And so uh, the video on consent put together by Planned Parenthood. Vote no, because it sounds good. Adding consent to sexuality education. That's not it's not really what it's about and what it's for. Um, And so uh, there's a very um, explicit video that goes along with it. And uh, it just makes me sick when they do these things. And then people just look at the header and they don't look into the bill. Um, And so call to action. I'll be putting all their addresses on the Kate Daly Show Facebook page, the Facebook page, not the website, the Facebook page. So make sure you go there and you can actually just add all those addresses into your email and then you can start emailing, emailing is easy if we want an easy answer. Right. HB uh, 338 school district voter eligibility. It allows 16 and 17 year olds to vote for their local school board members, you know, because they're so enlightened. Think about your 16 year old. Yeah. Think about that. And then think about the fact that they would be voting for local school board. I I don't think so. So, uh, no, uh, vote no on that. That's HB 338. And then, of course, uh, the HB 107 fourth substitute legislating tests to stay. Vote no. And uh, now she has a different take than Michelle Bolter on the SB 195 emergency powers. Michelle says that it's a step in the right direction, but keep an eye on some of the bad parts that they get taken out before it goes through. Um, Natalie saying vote no. This is actually where Michelle Bolter has been so helpful. And part yes. of the problem is, is that. Everyday changes can happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, where That's it is the, today, it might not be there tomorrow. Yes. You know, it, it might be amended or changed up in some way. So 
um, pay attention to Michelle for how to track that if you're interested in a particular yes. bill. You've got to kind of have to watch every day to see what happens. That's so true. And this is the bill that makes the lockdowns and the closures and the mandates uh, legal. But there are some things in SB 195 that are better than what we have right now. Right. We have a legislature that is unwilling to do anything about these lockdowns. You, you've seen it firsthand. So this is not like me making this up. You've seen it. And, and uh, they said they wanted uh, to not go forward with any more emergencies. And then they didn't do anything when the governor did. And so this would make them convene at least. But it also does not really specify. I'm not sure whether or not uh, what an emergency is anyway. Um, so that bill, it needs some, some further work, but the HB 258 firearm safety in school vote. Yes. Uh, this bill is a pilot program to teach gun safety in schools. Remember when everybody had their guns and they went to school with them and we didn't even have mass shootings. So interesting (laughs) to me. Right. Um, and then, um, HCR, uh, 008 parents right to educate their children vote. Yes. I can't, I can't believe we actually have to vote on that. You can educate your children. Uh, anyway, um, SB or HB 92 prohibits a physician or surgeon for performing a transgender procedure on a minor. Uh, yeah, you should be voting. Yes. Um, tell the Senate that, you know, eight year olds shouldn't have puberty blockers. You would think a conservative majority would understand this because, uh, Rand Paul just grilled Oh. The Department of Health and, uh, uh, you know, the um, the transgender, I don't even know what it is. Is it a man, woman? Anyway, whatever. Just grilled that person, the they, on this issue. And I'm telling you that uh, if a conservative majority doesn't understand this, we have a sincere problem, don't we, in government? Yeah. It's a heartbreaker. Woo! Um, it is a heartbreaker. Yes, it is. And uh, HB 38 school technology vote yes. And so I will make this list. Hat tip to Nicole uh, for sending me this again. And um, HB 233 preserves vaccine exemptions. Um, one would think a body autonomy would be very important to our actual freedom. I, it's so bizarre to me that we're having these conversations. It's like, where did we go? I thought I lived in a conservative state. I moved away from California. I don't know. So Utah should be leading out on some of these things. Like it's always kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Wait a minute. How come Texas is like planting their flag? Yeah, or Florida or South Dakota. Why am I coveting South Dakota? Why am I coveting (laughs) Florida's governor? Because we have a liberal mini Biden. That's why I'm just being honest. I I have have a, a governor crush on Noam. Yes. I mean, who wouldn't? (laughs) She's she's cool. I mean, she gets it and she got it all the way through and she suffered at the hands of the media and and dealt with them and didn't change her tune. So the thing is, it really just speaks to what's the incentive for this governor to. I mean, you know, why why do we behave this way? What's Mm -hmm. behind it? Hard to know. Follow the money, they always kids, say, but when, what is When it? Spencer Cox's kids put up pictures of pro-Biden on their Instagram, I finally kind of understood that maybe, just maybe, he was a lot more liberal than than what he parades around to be. And I don't like the bait and switch. And I would hope at this point in time, people are tired of the bait and switch because we had a lot of it. We had a Mitt Romney. We've had a Governor Cox. They're all in the same, they're all in the same space. And... At some point, 
we as a people have to say, well, we're really tired of this. You know, I'm not the kind of person that said that would say Biden is not my president because I live in reality and I don't think there are 50 genders. But I will say this. I, I'm the person that says, oh, my gosh, why isn't America mad that we just uh, underwent our own coup right. for the presidency? Yeah. Right. There's a reality here and we have a reality of the bait and switch. There's no sides in Washington. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. More with Dr. Paul Gooch when I come back. Hi, guys. It's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic in St. George. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Are you frustrated because the intimacy in your relationship has diminished? Well, Wasatch Medical Clinic has the answer. We use the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown by Cambridge, to repair damaged blood vessels and get your blood flowing where you want it, when you want it. We've helped thousands of men get off the pill and restore those younger years in the bedroom, and we can help you too. If you're ready to put a stop to your erectile dysfunction with proven technology call us right now for an unprecedented offer we'll give you the initial doctor's exam assessment even the blood flow ultrasound totally free plus an enhanced gift proven to produce immediate results in the bedroom you're gonna love that this is a 550 dollars value totally free to those that call us right now 435-922-7000 that's 435-922-7000 call wasatch medical clinic right now and throw those pills away 435-922-7000 I'm here with the fellas from Ionix Smart Solutions. We understand that there's a lot of skepticism with solar in the area. What we're here to do is to remove that curtain and kind of have a transparent view of how solar can be beneficial for each consumer. Do we have run across people where it doesn't make sense? And we're okay to tell people that. We want customers to understand and feel comfortable that we're very transparent in what we do. So how do people find you? IonixSmart.com. 435-272-2410. Southern Utah. We heard you think air care professionals are the best in Southern Utah when it comes to your HVAC needs and customer service. Now we want to give you, our amazing customers, a reason to keep dominating us and coming back. Call today and get up to $900 off a new Bryant system and 0% equipment financing OAC. Schedule now while the weather is still mild. 628-2423. Go to aircarepros.com and vote for us as Southern Utah's best HVAC service and best customer service company. Thank you, Southern Utah, from your air care professionals. Have you heard of teeth in a day? Did you know teeth in a day actually means they attach a set of dentures called temporary to your dental implants for 6 to 10 months before you get your final set of teeth? At Nuvia Dental Implant Center, our revolutionary new protocol and technology allows us to give you permanent teeth in 24 hours. Before getting dental implants anywhere else, let us show you the difference. Get your permanent set of teeth in 24 hours at Nuvia. Go to nuviasmiles.com radio to learn more. Greg, once again from the Gold Ore Store, it's time to buy silver. This time, you don't have the luxury of sitting on your hands and not engaging. You must act now. After two decades of service in the precious metals business, all of us as professionals in this industry are seeing $600 silver within the next 24 months. Yes, you heard that correctly. $600 silver is coming and much more after that number is reached. You don't have to believe anything I say, but simply take a look at what silver has done in just one year. This bull market has not even begun, folks. Don't be a CSW, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Call now, 435-703-9119 or goldorestore.com. 
Remember, gold or store, when it's time to sell, we are aggressively buying silver in all forms, but especially one-ounce rounds. Gold or store sells for less and pays you more. Voted best gold store in best of southern Utah. Lionsgate has... Given me my family back. Whole new outlook on life. Gave me a little bit of self-worth. Shown me how to be comfortable in my own skin. Been one of the biggest blessings in my life. So many gifts. The most important thing I learned in treatment was acceptance. Honesty. I feel true joy. Happiness. I get to live a life that I'm proud of. My favorite thing about Lionsgate is to, to get to know my true authentic self. We are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Four Points Health Center says it's a new year. Why not let it be a healthy year? Their team wants to focus on you and your long-term family health care needs. They provide medical, dental, behavioral, and mental health services to everyone in the community. They also offer a discount on medications through their pharmaceutical program. Their doctors are extremely knowledgeable and ready to help. Because they're a community health center, the cost of seeing a doctor could be as little as $20 per visit. Walk-ins and same-day appointments are usually usually available at their clinics in Cedar City, St. George, and Ivins. Most insurances are accepted, and the sliding fee cost is based on your income and household size. It's a new year, and they want it to be your healthiest year with the help of Four Point Health. Four Points Healthcare Centers take pride in their services. They are dedicated to providing health and wellness to the entire community while servicing the underserved. For more information and offerings, visit fourpointshealth.org. That's fourpointshealth.org. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die, then dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay, wire feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then painting from tractor back put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners. Somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk. Somebody who'd bail a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing. Who would laugh, and then sigh, and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Paul Harvey for you. Um, 
There's so much that he said in that that I hope to expound on in the next segment and the next hour with Dr. Paul Gooch, who's my guest, by the way. Um, make sure you get over to Tropical Pool and Spa. You know, I've been telling you to get over there. And uh, the Bullfrog Hot Tub is amazing. This is the one that you want to get because it's the best made. It will last the longest. And uh, they have different seat height variations, different jetpacks in the back. You can control the jetpacks. You can say, I want a little bit of pressure or a lot of pressure. They go up and down your back or all at once. It just kind of, or, or hit your neck. They're awesome. Massage your neck. It's amazing what they've got. Bullfrog Hot Tub, by far the best. When I did my homework on hot tubs, I'm telling you, I wanted the one that would last the longest, that was well-built and easy to do, easy to manage. This was the one. So make sure you get over to Tropical Pool and Spa and tell them we sent you. They will, uh, they'll make sure you are taken care of. They will make sure that you get your Bullfrog Hot Tub or your Swim Spa. Or if you'd like to design a pool and jacuzzi and you realize that you might be home more... <laughs> You want to make that backyard a, a really wonderful place to be. The tropical is the, they are the ones. They're the ones to go to. I wouldn't go to anyone else. I'd go to tropical. Um, I have friends too that went to tropical even before I did that were kept raving about them. And I'm like, yep, I know. <laughs> anyway, now I know. Well, now I know why. So make sure you get over to tropical pool and spa. Um, so I have Dr. Paul Gooch with me, and we were uh, looking at this. This this is an amazing book. Letters, I'm sorry, and I, I didn't do it justice in the beginning of the show. Letters from an American Farmer. So some, why are we talking about farming, by the way? You know what? <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorite things about history, is to go back, and I have a lot of books. You can imagine my library, right? I get sent books weekly. But the books that tell the people's story... The ones from the people themselves that are talking, like even the letters like we spoke about last time you were on the show, right. Paul, um, between John Adams and his wife, they give you a real glimpse about what they were thinking about, talking about, and their perception. Now, this is one of the things that's lost in history. We don't get to see this anymore. We get, we get history summarized for us by leftist progressives who have an agenda, who want us to believe we're a racist nation. Before you ever say you are a racist nation or I, I want to apologize for being a racist nation, first apologize for your complete and utter lack of history. <laughs> that way, anything that else that follows out of your mouth, they'll know is complete nonsense, it's especially the apologizing part of this nation, because the nation's not getting any credit for what it did right. And this nation was built on the back of the farmer. Yeah. Okay. So we both read this little yes. thing this morning. You sent it to me. <laughs> yes. And um, I think there's just nobody farms anymore, right? Right. Like this is a foreign subject. It is most because we went us. from 100 years ago, 95% farmer. Right. To today, 5% private farmer. Right. And Thomas Jefferson's whole sense of mm -hmm. what made a, a good, strong republic right. was it was the it was the small landholder holders mm -hmm. that was where the, he saw the strength. Right. But. Um, and it comes out in this story. One of the reasons is we were so productive. Our liberty produced so much, so much in the way of farm goods. Yes. Way more than we needed. Way, way, way more than we needed. Right. So much that nobody needs to farm anymore, kind of. I mean, over time, it has evolved into that. The mm -hmm. science, the technology, the productivity, the, 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 the resources that America has. Yeah. Um, and when they came over here, one of the things I love going into journals, journals of the people that live, that came here from another country. And the one thing that they always wrote back, and I've said this on the show before, is it's hard. It, it, this won't be easy, but you have opportunity. And that's what's so different from where you just came. 
or where you're living right now, as they would write home letters to their relatives in the other countries. They would say, this is so hard, but so worth it. And and it's a very interesting read because he talks about the Negro, okay? Because he's he's in the year, in the mid-1700s. This is before um, the Revolutionary War. And he was writing about the fact that he wanted to make sure that they were taken care of that they were dressed properly, that they had food, that they had, that their needs were taken care of. This is something you'll never hear from people that want to write the narrative of 2021 into history. But it was an interesting time because they were a product of their time of this being worldwide. Okay. It wasn't just America, it was worldwide. But even when they're talking about the Negro at the time, it was a totally different context than what you would think. Okay. Slavery isn't right. No, you can't understand God and then understand that or think that slavery is okay. What I'm saying is it was a product of their time. They were a product of their time. And as that started to change and be overhauled in our first 80 years, it was amazing to hear him speak about their views on it and how much they wanted to take care of them. One of the things that he said in his writings, letters from an American farmer, was the fact that The slave in Europe had a harder time, he said, than even our Negro, as he was referring to them, the Negro slave, because they were slaves that could never get out of their situation in Europe. They could never leave it. They could never escape it. They were slaves to their king, and they had to do whatever that king said. And he said it was actually to him worse than what they had as far as the opportunities in America to change what they could change. Right. That's amazing to me. It's an amazing thought. So his background, he was born in France in 1735 and classically educated. That's yes. where he starts life. So, and that's the framework that he has to, uh-huh. to view how farming, you know, to, mm-hmm. the, um, the difference between how things were going in Europe that way. And when right. he comes to America and as a free man and he owns land yes and this was huge he owns this was land big and he produces like crazy on it it's yes. like the land just wants to give Isn't he's, he's, the, way, the way he describes it yeah. he even says he says i uh i do not know very well i fancy their object to trace the vestiges of a once flourishing people now extinct they were uh there they amuse themselves in viewing the ruins of temples and other buildings he's talking about them over uh, right. across the pond and he says which have little affinity with those of the present age and must therefore impart a knowledge um which appears useless and trifling i have often wondered why uh, that that no skillful botanists or learned men should come over here. He's talking about America, right? Come over here. Methinks there would be much more real satisfaction to observing among us the humble rudiments and embryo of society spreading everywhere. He's going, this country is flourishing and beginning. And why aren't the learned coming over here? Why are we, um, you know, what's going on with this? So he here's this classically this trained guy talking mm-hmm. about how much he loves the smell of his furrows as he plows. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he describes getting married and raising his, starting uh-huh. his family and right. taking his son out and letting his son just bobble along in the, he, he fashioned something for him to sit on the plow as the horses pull it through the field and, and his son smelling those smells. Right. 
And then he talks about going in the house and seeing his wife. You know, it's now the house mm-hmm. is cheerful and has the woman's touch to it. And he weeps. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the whole time, and we're going to talk about this in the next hour too, but the whole time he's talking about freedom and he's talking about the freedom to only worry about whether that land was going to produce or not. And it didn't always produce, but it was the fact that he could own it and give something to his son, right? Yeah. And have that go on the generations. And he thought about his father and his father clearing those first trees and and making the farm what it was to hand to him. And, and, and it's so fascinating to me that when we came over here to this country, all we cared about, we wanted to be able to address God the way we wanted to. We wanted to be able to have the freedom to do so, to not be told how to do it and not be told if you should do it, only that you had the freedom to do it, right. right? Right. That's huge. It's something we don't talk about a lot as far as why we came here. What was so important that we would cross the sea and risk death? <laughs> why did we want to do this? To come to a land that you were the, probably going to be the first one cutting all those trees. You were probably going to be the first one setting up that farm. You were probably going to be the first person doing all of that. That's the hard. That was the hard part back then. That was the part you had to clear everything and make sure that you could farm and and till that land. And so, what made it? Why? Why did we want to do it so badly? Life was not great where we were. Think about, think, think about the change that happened. I think especially World War II. We talk about the World War II generation being the greatest generation. Uh-huh. That's basically when they left the family farm, though. And, yeah. and and we are too productive to all just be farmers. I could just never be, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. But what it's turned into is this mega industrial farm complex or whatever, where so much of what we produce is, mm-hmm. you know, in the hands of giant corporations. Of course, Bill Gates now just has right. almost 300,000 acres of, of yeah. a prime farm ground that he has but bought I think up. It, isn't it what the land but, but, tells us about well, we've lost, who we are at our core? Yeah, we've really lost our independence in that sense mm-hmm. by, by, by putting ourselves in high-rise apartments and small, mm-hmm. teeny small lots and things like that, so... It's always been important to me. I watch, you know, our culture, um, even in the cities in this state. I remember as a young boy, my my mom grew up in Salt Lake City Mm -hmm. and her dad was an accountant, but he had a little farm. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they had a a good part of a city block and Mm -hmm. my grandpa had sheep and chickens and all that kind of stuff and orchards and gardens that were amazing. And uh, I was trying to find it. I have a picture in here of a little news clipping, but he just talked about how much he loved raising his kids that way, how important it was to him clear back and, you know. Mm-hmm. And when, why when is that? Why is it girl. important when we talk about farming that, that we, I, oh, I wish my kid was raised on a farm. So even What though, do you learn? Yeah, he didn't make his living that way. Right. He made it as an accountant, but it was still important for him to have a farm. Mm-hmm. So that's the ethic I was raised on too. Right. Right, um, exactly. You know, I mean, my dad was a computer guy, but he made sure we were raised in farm country well, on a that's why I knew you could relate to this piece. <laughs> I knew you could relate to this book oh, because I, this I've book spells been. out what what was it about farming that what what did what did that teach us as Americans? What why why was it so important? And one of the most important things, and we'll talk about this in the next hour, was the owning of the land. Yeah. When you could own the land, when you had that right set in, in place and was supposed to be protected by the government, then that opportunity for you, the government then became very, very small part of your life. And the biggest part of your life was what you could yield from the land, yeah. 
what you could invest in the land, what the land would give you, what you gave the land. I mean, it was all about this and then teaching hard work and accountability and you get out of it what you put into it. (laughs) All of these wonderful life lessons that we don't get taught anymore. And there's so much freedom tied up in owning Mm -hmm. a piece of land. I I mean... And and the incentive structure to own land has just been flipped on right. its head. And in my opinion, I don't think anybody should have less than an acre. Oh, I know. You know, but you don't know that unless you have it. Well, it's because you have room to do stuff, even if you're not growing food. Look at what land ownership has become. Gee, maybe you need somewhere to park your RV. I don't know. But, free, you know, a piece of land is freedom. Right. Look at what land ownership has become. Look at the taxation. Look at the property taxes. Look yeah. at, yeah, look at, you know, um, do and we're we, renting what we have right. we rent anyway, don't we? Right. Yeah. And so then what is the, ma- what does the land mean today? You know, are you putting in and investing as much into that as you're taking from that? Or do you have the same ideals as they did even back then? Because the ideals, the principles haven't changed. And so I want to talk in greater depth about this. And I want to actually read to you what he wrote about about his feelings about what was going on at the time. This is so important to go back in history, get a totally different perspective of America at this time, because this was the most crucial time, right? Why they were sacrificing, what they were sacrificing, and why come. But I I promise you that this will give you a more insightful look at history today. And uh, and I love that, don't you? That's what we need. Um, that's where that's where you get the get the gears turning. <laughs> I think we'll be right back. By the way, go to my pillow and put in the code Kate and order up support me and the show, and uh, we'll support the show. Me and Mike is what I meant to say. Anyway, we'll be right back. Have you ever noticed that balance of nature education and products have seemed to flood the world? Thing that we fought so hard to get. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Have you ever heard of some fellows who first came over to this country? You know what they found? They found a howling wilderness. The summer's too hot and winter's freezing. Did they have insurance for their old age, for their crops, for their homes? They did not. They looked at the land and the forests and the rivers. They looked at their wives, their kids, and their houses. And then they looked up at the sky and they said, Thanks, God. We'll take it from here. Oh, man. I we were love a lot that. tougher back then. <laughs> Thank you, John Wayne. <laughs> we were a lot tougher back then. Oh, I love that clip from his one of his movies. Um, I don't. I can't remember which movie it's from. I used to have it written down. Anyway, uh, boy, does he nail that. We looked up at the sky and said, Thanks. Thank you. Uh, thank you, God. We'll take it from here. We have so much to say in this hour. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm so grateful that you're listening. Go to katedalyradio.com. I, I talked in an earlier uh, kind of a local hour be, uh, before we started the show today about the fact that I have, A, Dr. Paul Gooch with me. How are you? Right on. So glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. And um, and also the fact that we this show must educate. And as much as the low-hanging fruit is enticing today in all of Bobblehead and all the stuff he's doing in Syria, which we knew was coming, um, if you still believe we should just throw bombs on other countries because we're always in the right, please, please read history. And the, the, the last century should teach us volumes about what we're doing and why and how they're doing it in our name, by the way. This is the low-hanging fruit of the day. We could go there. I guess we could. But I don't want to today because I want to concentrate on something different. 
I was reading Letters from an American Farmer by Crevcore, or, or uh, how else do you say it? Crevcore. Uh, Crevcore. And this book was written in the middle of the 1700s. And before the ink was dry on the Constitution, he was writing about what it meant to be an American farmer and why it was so vital and why it was so important. But what it really said in general about the state of where we were at at this particular period of time. And when you want to go back into history, and honestly, they don't want you to open a book to look at the journals, to look at the people that wrote about these this period of time, because you're going to find, A, a lot of similarities about the life you lead, the challenges you have, and their challenges. You're also going to find that they looked at, at, at this country in a much different way than you've been taught in history as they started subverting history back in about 1910. We started changing our own history. And now in 2021, they are teaching you critical race theory and all of the bull crap that they love to sell you on a daily basis. It's not true because they don't want you to open a book and read about the fact how they viewed Negro slaves back in the 1700s, how they viewed America why they came here, what their challenges were, what was so enticing about about making a voyage where you were almost dead, <laughs> assuredly coming over on that boat where you that the thought of not making it was definitely a thought because you were on that boat for a long time. But why did we come here? What was it about this country? And and Dr. Gooch and I are going to talk about this amazing these amazing letters about describing the American experience from this point of view. So today we can walk away with a little history learned. Yeah. In fact, do you mind if I just kind of to your national audience, I want to put a theme out there for this hour. Sure. And the theme is that just, and I want people to think about this, the principles of Liberty properly applied, create the greatest incentive for humanity to flourish and arise out of meanness and poverty. And the opposite is also true of tyranny. So, and, and so I'm a doctor, right? I think in terms of, um, um, I diagnose, I treat, you know, like everything we do, we, we gather data, then we assess it and then we decide how to fix the problem. And we have the answer. I'm going to just on the front end of this hour, if I can just unpack the prescription and then we'll tie that into what all this farming is. But, um, the first thing that, um, I would like your national audience to know, um, you need to go in your states and figure out how to change your candidate nominating procedures to be this. No candidate gets on the ballot unless they go through a neighborhood delegate driven nominating process where they are vetted by groups of neighbors that will ask and good del- questions. And delegates <laughs> that come out of these little groups of neighbors mm-hmm. before they can get on a ballot to, to go to a primary or general election. Right. That one thing right there. And the okay. reason I put that first is because that's where we get our connected control of the people we elect. And part of the, part of the reason America's in so much trouble now is that process. Now, doesn't if you exist listen, anymore. if you it's listen broken. to our show three years ago or three, three weeks, weeks ago, ago we you'll understand what he's talking about. <laughs> right. Right. So make like, sure you hit that podcast and then hit this podcast. Right. I mean, that's actually the covenant mm-hmm. part of right. our Republic, but that's so, but just functionally and organizationally, that is so important. Neighbors getting together again. Right. And delegates who, uh, who nominate the candidates who go into the ballot. Number one, that is the number one thing. Figure Get out what back that means. To that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, In your and, state. You've been robbed of it, so get back to that. You have been robbed. You Uh you kind of have to go back to the Mm -hmm. um, history a little bit to get all the language and all why and what that means. 
We've had some experience with it here in Utah, but mm-hmm. that's number one. Number two, we need to, um, once you have connected control of your government again, you're going to have to uh, make sure that the boundaries that we were given are re-respected. So our founding fathers gave us, uh, our framers gave us a seven-boundary republic. They divided government power between um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the legislative process they, they and an executive process and um, a judicial process. And then that those three tiers on the mm-hmm. top and those three tiers on the bottom are, are separated through federalism. That those seven boundaries, right? They're really, really important. That's that's we. We're those, talking those, about those, how to get the republic. Those back. boundaries. <laughs> those boundaries don't uh-huh. exist anymore. They so don't. we have to have the separations of power uh, in order for our republic to function correctly. Um, Self-reliance, which is really what we'll be talking about today, yep. that's a part of getting our republic back. That's a part of fixing things, and that's I think that's going to get forced on us. Self-reliance yeah, is about too. ready to get forced We're going to end up going back to the land, people. Very possibly, yeah. It looks that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, to fix this problem, we're going to have to go back to voting in person Yeah, on paper ballots that can be perhaps sequentially numbered and, and audited mm-hmm. easily where you can see how you voted, but it's still a secret ballot. Right. But in person, it has to happen. Technology is nice, but yeah. it's not delivered if, if you, uh, if, for yeah, us here. We'll mm-hmm. never be free unless we go back to that. Yeah. I agree with you. And, and we have to return to God. Yeah. At least not everybody, not everybody doesn't have to believe in God, but well, most of us need to have the goodness that comes out. Look at this John our, Wayne movie. Were right. they afraid to say it? <laughs> look up at the sky and say, thank you, God. We'll take it from here. Right. I mean, look at every disaster movie when they look to God as the disasters rolling out. We are a nation. And there's a reason to talk. Feel said that America's goodness was found. Right. In We're a nation. Churches, of right. It's that believe this. So right. I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend we don't. So that's the prescription. Just that's the prescription. Right I love there. it. I love it. Okay. So then let's talk about the actual republic. Why why did we want to come here so badly? And this is a the, the writer of this actually fought for the French. He was um he uh, he cultivated uh, some land over here, had a family, was thrown in jail. His whole trunk of um uh, journals and manuscripts cuz he wrote these, you know, letters from an American farmer uh were then returned to him when he left jail only to find out that they had killed his wife and also uh he owned a piece in Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, of land that he was uh, farming and cultivating as he wrote these letters. But he ended up uh, getting these letters published, and he died in the early 1800s. But when he wrote these letters, what he had to say about where he was at with what America looked like to him as a person who had been educated, right? right. He had been educated um, across the pond, and he, when he came here, what an, what being an American farmer meant to him. Let me just give you one of the excerpts from this book. These are the kinds of books that our youth need to be reading. This is called Letters from an American Farmer by Krebcor. So it, he says, and I quote, as it is from the surface of the ground, which we till, that we have gathered the wealth we possess The surface of that ground is therefore the only thing that has hitherto been known. It will require the industry of subsequent ages, the energy of future generations. Ere mankind here will have leisure and abilities to penetrate deep and in the bowels of this continent search for the subterranean riches it no doubt contains. And then he writes, we want much the assistance of men of leisure and knowledge. We want uh, 
we want, uh, uh, well, and then he goes on, he says, after all, we should, why should not a farmer be allowed to make use of his mental uh, uh, faculties as well as others? Because a man works, he is not to think. And if he thinks usefully, why should not he in his leisure hours set down his thoughts? Because he was talking about how much the farmer thinks when he's plowing his fields, the thought process that's going on, right? And he goes on and he says, um, he says, you know, uh, he talks about his mind uh, and the introduction of many useful ideas. And then he says, it's not only in the noisy shop of the blacksmith or the carpenter that these studious moments can be enjoyed as we silently till the ground and muse along. Um, and then he writes this. He says, uh, the English farmer have some of those privileges we possess. They would be the first of their class in the world. Good and evil, I see, are here to be found in all societies, and it is in vain to seek for any spot where those ingredients are not mixed. I therefore rest satisfied and thank God that my lot is to be an American farmer instead of a Russian boar or a Hungarian peasant. He goes on to talk about what he can learn, take from this land, give to this land, and that the land became everything about his existence because he had the opportunity to own the Isn't land. Isn't that so interesting? So this yeah. this theme that we start with, the principles of liberty mm-hmm. give men the greatest incentive to flourish. So what's the difference between the farmers in Europe that he knew yeah. and what he experienced? And part of it is that he had the freedom to keep his, I mean, the product of his work. Right. Right. The wealth that came out of the ground was his because he worked it and made it happen. Yeah. And that was part of what the American experiment did was gave us the right, right to property. Yeah. But the way that affects him as you read this story, mm-hmm. the, the uh, he's exultant. I mean, you can hear the happiness in his right. as he ex, uh, expresses um, what life meant to him as he s- sees the product of, of his farm. And then he marries and mm-hmm. starts to have children. And all of a sudden his house is more cheerful and yeah. and he, ha- <laughs> and and he, he d- finds joy in raising the kids and having them plow right. with him and the lessons that can be learned and taught. And he, he dreams even, about giving even more, giving like them even the land. more meaning to right. what he, to the work that he was producing. You know, it, and it was interesting too, he made the observation, he says, why aren't the more like learned men of the universities, why are they not coming over here? Why are the botanists not coming over here? Why is it the hardy men willing to work? And, and he said, do they not see what is happening over here? The cities, the towns that are being cultivated from the embryonic stage that are, that are, that are coming forward. What a sight to see. How amazing to watch this happen and to see that that this land then becomes um, owned by the people that come over here. We'll get we'll get right back to this because there's so many lessons to be learned in his writings. Letters uh, from an American farmer back in the mid 1700s. I'll be right back. Kate Daly show. Have you ever noticed that balance of nature education and products have seemed to flood the world? It's because balance of nature is really changing people's lives. Balance of Nature employees frequently report that they feel satisfied with their work because of the difference they're making every day. You can be a part of that too. Balance of Nature is looking for positive, purpose-driven people who are willing and eager to learn and have a passion for helping others. Here's what some employees have to say about working at Balance of Nature. I genuinely really enjoy the atmosphere of Balance of Nature. You just feel good when you come to work. Out of all the jobs I've ever had, it is the most positive work environment I have ever seen. 
just the success people get from mountains of nature, just hearing their stories of what they've seen and experienced. It's just inspiring to continue working here. Come and grow with us today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers. Hi, it's Greg from the world famous Gold Ore Store. Today is a great day, my dear friends. Today is your day. Silver has finally received the support from the online forum communities. Reddit decided to pool their resources together and buy GameStop. And look what they did to Wall Street traders and those bankers. These same people and many other are at this very moment changing history as I speak. Have you heard the local and national news? The silver traders have been manipulating silver for the bankers and big business for hundreds of years. The time has come for silver to take its seat as the most highly valued precious metal. And these folks are out to make a difference for all of you that have either had silver in storage for decades or have wanted to buy into this silver bullion market. There is no more time to wait, folks. The time is now. Call the Gold Ore Store today, 435-703-9119. Now for a limited appointment or goldorestore.com. Bo knows auto parts. Bo knows cars. Bo knows small town customer service. And Bo knows great prices. Whether you're looking for quality parts to keep your car running well or you're looking to soup up your ride, come to Bo's Auto Parts in St. George, Cedar, or Beaver. This is your last chance to win prizes from Bo's Auto Parts. Come into any of their three locations now through the end of February for your chance to win a Winchester Wildcat. No purchase necessary. See store for details. Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, explains how Red River Health and Wellness can help you. A lot of our patients end up having autoimmune conditions. This is where their immune system, rather than attacking bacteria, a virus, or other bad things, it starts to attack their own tissue. This can cause so many different issues and symptoms throughout the whole body. The biggest thing for us at Red River is to identify what's causing the autoimmune response to flare up. This could be intestinal problems, blood sugar imbalances, cortisol defects, hormonal imbalances, along with something as simple as dietary triggers and environmental triggers. One of the most common causes, too, when you have an autoimmune condition is you'll have inflammation throughout the whole body. Not every patient will have the same imbalances or the same triggers. And so we have to customize a very personalized treatment plan in order for these patients to feel better. Schedule your appointment today at 855-55-RIVER. Red River Health and Wellness with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Call Red River today. Save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable sets at the Best Mattress President's Day Sale. Plus, get a free gift up to $300 with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. And no interest for 72 months. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial, for Safe Money Radio at 5 p.m. every Friday and 9 a.m. every Saturday, right here on KZNU. Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book at 855-355-7233. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Ford offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 60 months, up to $1,000 cash back on the new 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We hear you on approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Dr. Kathleen Eubanks-Ming with the American Academy of Family Physicians with important information on firearm safety. 
Firearm injuries happen every day, so it's important to teach your kids what to do if they find a firearm. Whether it's real or not, they should always apply this simple rule. Stop, don't touch, go away, and tell an adult. Remember, firearm injuries are one of the top 10 causes of accident-related death in children. For more on firearm safety, visit FamilyDoctor.org or talk with your family physician. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die and dry his eyes and say, maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay, wire feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then pain in from tractor back, put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners. Somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk. Somebody who'd bale a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing who would laugh and then sigh and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. Oh, I love it. Uh, Paul Harvey, by the way, you're listening. Uh, that's Paul Harvey. Uh, so God made a farmer. And uh, you're listening to the Kate Daly Show. I have Dr. Paul Gooch with me today. We did a show about three weeks ago where we talked about restoring the republic. So grateful to have him in. By the way, um, I had Mike Lindell on last week, and Mike was gracious enough to sort of partner up with this show and offer the code Kate, K-A-T-E. Um, if you're going to order pillows, towels, mattress toppers, dog beds, blankets, uh, down comforters. They have it all, you guys. You get to help the show and Mike do what he's doing. And we both need your support. So go to MyPillow.com and when you do an order, you will get the savings. You'll get all the discounts. Put in the code Kate. K-A-T-E. This is a great way to order the stuff you already know you're going to be ordering or picking up. Do it through MyPillow so you can support this show, Staying on the Air, and so you can support Mike Lindell and all of the things he's doing, the movie Absolute Truth. Um, Absolute Proof, I'm sorry. Absolute Proof is amazing. All about the fraudulent election. And so you can support both of us by going to MyPillow.com and putting in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, for every order of all of those items. It's And they're all amazing items. I've had a MyPillow for four years. I love MyPillow. So just go ahead and order up, put in the code Kate, or you can call 1-800-873-1052. 873-1052. And Kate, who is my pillow before my pillow was cool. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, all right. So, have you ever wondered why farmers aren't liberal progressives? Do you know how many there are? 
I'm just looking at the stats right now. 2.6 million people in the United States are farmers. Not out liberal of, progressives. Out of, out of <laughs> Farm, 350 farmers, million right. people. Yes. It's a very, very so small that Maybe percentage. this is common core math. Because math, <laughs> Google is saying 1.3% of our population are farmers. But 2.6 million farmers out of 350 million people is like 0.66% of a percent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very many of us. Uh, there's about um, two uh, two million farms mm-hmm. in operation in the United States. It's a steep decline. Yeah, it is. Steep decline. And ask yourself why. Usually if you go onto a farm, you'll find somebody that usually loves God, loves the country, loves limited government. Why is that? <laughs> hmm, could there be a connection? Maybe so, because you in the cities, if you're listening to this from a city, you are dependent. Farmers are not dependent. They can actually self-sustain, okay? There's something to that. Now, I'm not talking about all the government stuff that they've thrown at farming in the last 100 years. I'm talking about the essence of what it means and what it meant when they were coming over to this country. When you were leaving Europe, you didn't have, you did not, you weren't able to to do the acquiring. There was not a lot of property ownership. If you did own it, you had to give it to the kids and keep dividing it into where it was practically nothing and you could put a shed on it. You couldn't jump classes. You couldn't um, change your situation. You really could not believe in the God you wanted to believe in. You could not, uh, you did not have the freedom, right? You had con- complete control. I had Lily Tang Williams on yesterday, talked about uh, China. It was very, very controlling. If the king said, off with your head, off with your head. No, th- there was no real due process, no real due process like we know it today. There were a lot of reasons they came over here. But when they did come over here, letters from an American farmer back in the 1700s, great book, talked about the fact that they came here and it was all about the land. And it was all about this this awakening to land ownership, to the beauty of investing in this piece of land that was going to give you your wealth, your, 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 your profit, your, your lessons in life, your understanding of what it meant to basically address your God-given rights, to say, this is my God-given right. I am living as a free person. And the way that they talked about this, go ahead, yeah, give well, us an so, excerpt from so, this. This uh, is amazing. This is Creve Corps, who was mm-hmm. born in France and classically educated there and just found absolute joy in being an American farmer because of the liberty that was attached to it and the difference between mm-hmm. that and what he had seen over there. But he, he says, I felt myself happy in my new situation. And where is that station which can confer a more substantial system of felicity than that of an American farmer possessing freedom of action, freedom of thought? ruled by a mode of government which requires but little from us. I owe nothing but a peppercorn to my country. I owe nothing but a peppercorn. Yeah, this is pre-revolutionary America. I owe nothing but a peppercorn to my country. I love that. Go ahead. I work. I just, I mean, I raise all these pigs Yeah, and I'm cows doing all of this all over that. here. And I, I owe you nothing and over I there. Because you, you did nothing, nothing to help me do this. I did this as a free Isn't man. Isn't amazing that our revolution yeah, came out yeah. of that, right? I mean. <sighs> it is amazing. We, think about this. We, we wanted to be free so bad and we, we weren't even very oppressed. But we wanted right. to be, we, in fact, um, not as oppressed as we are now. Captain Levi Preston, who is the last living Revolutionary War hero, mm-hmm. uh, was interviewed. And he said, when, when asked, you know, what, why did you fight the Revolutionary War? Were you oppressed? And he says, oh, we weren't oppressed. 
Well, what about the tea tax? Well, never paid a penny for it. The boys threw it in the hopper. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What about the well, notary about the tax? tax? Well, Whatever. only when I was, well, then you know, needed the service. Well, then why did you yeah. fight the Revolutionary mm-hmm. War? And he said this incredible thing. He said, because we had always been free and we meant to be free always. So they saw what was coming. I mean, I, almost more than whatever oppression they felt, which was, certainly was there. But, but more than that, they saw what, what it was leading to. And they weren't willing to give it up. They didn't want to give an inch. You're right. right. You're a, right. A peppercorn. That's all the taxes I owe is a peppercorn. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So lots has changed since yes. then, of course. But. And that when you're sold the critical race <clears throat> theory of the day, just remember that when he was talking about this, and this was a product of the day, he talked about the Negro slave. And he said that it was worse to be over in Europe under what they were going through as he wanted to make sure that um, that the slave under under their tutelage were fed and, and had clothing and had all of these things at their behest. The care that he talked about in this way does not give you the same picture that critical race is giving you because you have to remember this was a product of their day it was not this was this was going on for centuries so we had to change an overall world mindset of slavery at the time but when you think about the care that he talked about and he said our Negro slaves were better off here than they were even over there and I I thought about that last night I was I was reading through this book and it gave me a different picture of where they were at with all of this. And as we try to paint the lens with the 2021, you know, lens, it isn't fair because we can't go back into a mindset. We have particular mindsets of our day too, that a hundred years from now they'll talk about. Right. What if they get that wrong? Right. Well, this is why it's so important to go back to the original history and read what's Mm -hmm. going on. And certainly our system is the first first system in the history of the world that eliminated. Right. And we're not saying slavery is right. Of course it's not because it makes men not free. But what we're saying is, is that it's not the picture you're being painted to believe right now. Right. It's absolutely it was it was um, not like it is uh, as far as. Maybe in some corners, but not as a as a broad paintbrush stroke. Right, you could not say. Um, well, we learned a lot from yeah that little passage. Well, today. yes, and he also said um, he also said this. He said, "My father left me three hundred and seventy one acres of land, um, forty seven, you know, which were a meadow and orchard." And and he looked at all of this, and he, like he said, uh, he talked about the freedom, and he talked about how raising his son gave him all of the perspective he needed in life. His wife gave him a new perspective. She would just sit and knit and, and say, you know, how great his furrows were, you know, and, and, and as he was farming, comment on the farming and it was a simplistic life, but that didn't make it a dumb life. It made it where he had a better perspective on the world than somebody over, sitting over in Europe because he was free enough to have that perspective. Well, he was joyful about it. He was and joyful. he didn't have to worry about somebody coming and take it away from him. That was, you, yes. you know, that was clear. Yes. And, uh, and he talked about how, um, uh, when he contemplate his wife, um, by the, by the fireside suckling their child, I cannot describe the various emotions of love, the sweet pleasure and the acting my part. Oh, I thought we were supposed to believe that women had to have the feminist movement to ever be seen or acknowledged. Oh no, that isn't true. Right. And and that scene makes him weep. (laughs) (laughs) The scene makes him weep. At the joy that his wife brings him and the respect he had for his wife. So the cool thing about this, this is a metaphor for us, right? I mean, there's hopefully America is never going to see a day mm-hmm. again where everybody has to be farmers, right? 
Well, I mean, <laughs> I think we're going to be in for a but, shock. But the on important that. thing is land ownership mm-hmm. and the ability to have um, property is, that you can enjoy. The, the this is what he said. He said, "The instant I enter on my own land, that the bright idea of property, of my exclusive right of independence, exalt my mind. Precious soil, I say to myself, by what singular custom of law is it that thou?" want to to made to constitute the riches of a of the freeholder what should we american farmers be without the distinct possession of that soil it feeds it clothes us and as we draw even a great exuberancy our best meat our richest drink the very honey of our bees comes from this privileged spot no wonder we should thus cherish its possession to wonder that so many Europeans who have never been able to say that such my father um, into a pleasant farm and in return it established all of our rights on all of our rights on it is founded our rank, our freedom, our power as citizens, our importance as inhabitants of such a district. These images, I must confess, I always behold with pleasure and extend them as far as my imagination can reach. For this is what may be called the true and the only philosophy of an American farmer. So I look around and see all the high-rise apartments that are going up in our city. I know. And I think of the incentive structure and it's making it too easy right. to not be a landed Person. Yes. And you say, you know, where's my check from the government? Where's my government done for me when when uh, during the, um, you know, the not having the electricity in Texas, the blackout and that person that said my government expects me to be self-reliant and it's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we're doomed. Our mindset doomed. has changed so much. <laughs> What happened to us? Because when we when we were farming, we got this. When we came over here and didn't have anything but the land, it was the right. only thing we had: land and freedom and freedom of religion. We excelled. We loved. We imagined. We understood what freedom was because of that soil. So basic and so easy to understand. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic in St. George. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction? Are you frustrated because the intimacy in your relationship has diminished? Well, Wasatch Medical Clinic has the answer. We use the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, clinically shown by Cambridge, to repair damaged blood vessels and get your blood flowing where you want it, when you want it. We've helped thousands of men get off the pill and restore those younger years in the bedroom, and we can help you too. If you're ready to put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, with proven technology, call us right now for an unprecedented offer. We'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, even the blood flow ultrasound, totally free, plus an enhanced gift proven to produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $550 value, totally free to those that call us right now. 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. Call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now and throw those pills away. 435-922-7000. 
The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Ford offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 60 months, up to $1,000 cash back on the new 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We hear you on approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. It's your final week to save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Hi, this is Justin from the Mattress Store, and it's time to lock in the lowest price on a new Tempur-Pedic. Don't need delivery right now? No problem. $100 down. We'll lock in the low price, and you get $300 in accessories. Four Southern Utah locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Washington by Best Buy, Bloomington by the Walmart, and downtown Cedar City next to Lens. Nobody beats the Mattress Store. No. Now is the time to take care of your heating system during the New Year's Savings Event with Air Care Professional. Whether you need a heating system tune-up or want to turn your garage, casita, or master bedroom into a comfortable hangout, Air Care Professionals can help you with a ductless Mitsubishi electric heating and cooling system and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. This is the best best deal of the the year. year. With offers like these, beat the rush and call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. Voted best of Southern Utah. We do love a new kitchen or bathroom, but don't know how to afford it. Heritage Reverse Mortgage can help you access the money you need for that remodel project. It will transform your home into the home you love. Call Heritage Reverse Mortgage for financing options. We can also connect you with one of our contractor partners who specialize in remodels and will bring your dream to life. Call 435-359-9000 or visit us at heritagereversemortgage.com. NMLS number 1497455. Not all borrowers will qualify. Have you heard of teeth in a day? Did you know teeth in a day actually means they attach a set of dentures called temporary to your dental implants for 6 to 10 months before you get your final set of teeth? At Nuvia Dental Implant Center, our revolutionary new protocol and technology allows us to give you permanent teeth in 24 hours. Before getting dental implants anywhere else, let us show you the difference. Get your permanent set of teeth in 24 hours at Nuvia. Go to nuviasmiles.com slash radio to learn more. Hey, Southern Utah, it's Katie from Nielsen RV. I hope you've all missed me as much as I've missed you. Well, I'm back, and I want to invite you all to stop by and check out all of the exciting new models we've brought in. We have everything from tent trailers to toy haulers, motorhomes to park models, and as always, warranty forever at no cost to you. So check out any of the Nielsen RV locations on State Street and Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit under the giant American flag in St. George, or online at nielsenrv.com. Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here's something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie. With just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The Emergency Response Center will call them to make sure they're okay or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week is a great gift for anybody no matter their age, and it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. Protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescualertdixie.com. 
Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. kdalyradio.com for the podcast. Um, I've got Dr. Paul Gooch with me, and uh, it's kind of like the second edition of the last conversation we had three weeks ago. Check out his podcast from three weeks ago. Um, You'll love it. It was on a Friday as well. And you made it to Friday. Congratulations. (laughs) I know the weeks seem long with bobblehead in office and all the stuff we're going through, and I get it, but we've got to get back to our roots and discuss the things that that give us a different perspective than the one we're hearing in the news um, all the time and being shoved down our throats by a bunch of uh, globalist communists that don't understand uh, America. And so we have a lot of work to do, people. (laughs) And uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature as well. These are real fruits and vegetables that are not touched by chemicals. They dehydrate these. uh, They take out the water and the air, and they give you the nutrients. 31 a day, 31 fruits and vegetables a day. You just can't go wrong. I love this product. Balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate, just like my pillow. Put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and you'll get 35% off in free shipping. You will love this product, I promise you. Um, big big and, amen to that, too. Oh, you've been taking I've it? I've been taking it for 20 years. <laughs> Paul I was taking Balance of Nature before Balance of Nature was You know what's cool. funny is now I'm finding out so many of my friends have been taking yeah, this for a long 20 time. Years. 20 years. I'm not, I've been taking a triple for 20 years. Oh, my yeah. gosh. This is why you're so I, healthy. I love those guys. They're yeah, amazing. I Balance hope I never see the day where I can't get Talk about farm. My heck, oh, right? yeah. What a way to make that produce come home in a I'm really so easy way. I'm so glad you love this product. I really am because, yes, 20 years, you guys, yeah. and you're healthy. Yeah, it's yeah. made a big difference in yeah. my world. Yeah, a lot of energy. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so just a couple of things. You know, we fight land, we fight wars for land. We are about the land. Everything is about the land. Think about it. When you feel crunched on by government, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to go buy a piece of property. Why? Right. Are you going to be a farmer? Well, you want a piece of property so that you can dictate within the boundaries of that piece of property that you own what you can do, no matter what it is. You want the freedom away from your government telling you what to do. Yeah, we we're, were talking about this on the break. Mm-hmm. I, if, In my opinion, and I, I just think almost everybody, especially if you're raising a family, almost mm-hmm. everybody, ought to, it ought to be a minimum of an acre. That's so hard to come by today. It is. They've made it almost impossible. If you want to have a minimum of an acre of ground, mm-hmm. but it's it's not just about the farming. This is a metaphor for it, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the principles of liberty properly applied, create the greatest incentive for humanity to flourish. And you got to have property really, if you want to understand the true nature of freedom. Yep. So uh, I think about the neighborhoods that I grew up in mm-hmm. and the neighborhoods I raised my kids in. where there was minimum of an acre size. Some of us did farm. Some of us raised horses. Some Mm -hmm. of us did pig, sheep, and cows. Some of us um, built race cars. Yeah. You know, some of us parked RVs on them. But you just, if you have space, um, you have freedom. Mm -hmm. And um, 
not everybody, because part of what we're talking about here today is what's coming too, right? We might be forced into self-reliance, yeah. whether we want to or not. It could be that. Mm-hmm. It looks you know, the fundamentals look like we might shortages. be growing our own food, Well, they keep right? telling us by 2025. But America is such, a, like we have so many natural resources and things. We won't mm-hmm. need everybody to be farmers, but everybody, a lot of people better learn how to grow the food that, yes. that, that they need to eat. But if you have property, um, maybe you, you have other skill sets. I mean, maybe you could manufacture yes. things that your farmer neighbor needs or whatever. You need space. You need space to do it. People got to figure out how to get around whatever it is that's forcing everybody into high-rise apartments. That is so true. Yeah. Not only the lessons that can be learned, but what it can offer us right now. You know, in the letters from an American farmer, the book that we're talking about that was written in the mid-1700s, um, he was talking about learning uh, pleasure and more dignity um, for for being an American farmer as the primary occupation. And he said, the father thus plowing with his child and to feed his family is inferior only to the emperor of China plowing as an example to his kingdom. <laughs> In the evening, when I returned from the setting sun, I was before scarcely acquainted with their existence they are so small that it is difficult to distinguish them, but they are carefully improving the short evening space. And he talks about just the simplest things that he learned from and the beauty that he observed as he started to slow down a little bit and look at the land, what he cultivated, what he got out of it, what his family got out of it and what they were putting into it and everything they were gaining in character and integrity and and pleasure and and all of these wonderful qualities that were coming out of this person that got a chance to own a piece of property and cultivate it right. to see, to see, cause he said, you know, he even alluded to the fact that God gives you this, this, this soil, what are you going to do with it? And now it is up to the challenge of who you are, what you do with it and put into it away from the government control. The government has no business being in that distinct experience of you tilling, cultivating, and being part of your own experience with your own land. Like government has no role in that. And and the role would be very, very slight, whatever role it has and, and how he was talking about that. Because he goes over, over there in Europe, you guys don't get it. You don't get what, why we're here. And we're only attracting the hardy, the hardy worker, the guy that wants to work his butt off for the stream but he goes and all you so-called learned people are staying behind you don't understand what we're getting over here yeah we have more than you and you think you're so smart but we have more it was amazing to see what happened to him as he was so busy just concentrating on the soil that was in front of him and everything that he gained from that right Uh, you know as as our city um and i think you see this everywhere as cities develop with um, smaller and smaller lots and tighter and tighter densities and deeper mm-hmm. and taller and higher. And I, um, I had lots of conversations with our city fathers here th- saying, look, there's, there's a, a reservoir of aptitude, cultural aptitude um, that comes with people who, who grow up on property, you know, whether yes. they're, whether, whatever their skill sets are, whether it's mm-hmm. farming or other things. And you, you dry that right up. And I mean, I get it. It's right for some people to live in, you know, duplexes or apartments or whatever, but you you don't want everybody there. Right. Right. I I can't tell you how many times on the property we own people come by and say, where can we find some space like this? Mm -hmm. Well, good luck. (laughs) Well, there was something to, you know, even if you wanted to go to biblical. Okay. Yeah. Um, This isn't a, uh, you know, 
This isn't a show where God is talked about 24-7 on this show. There are networks like that you can listen to. But you have to say to yourself, when uh, it, in, in, in even referring to Adam and Eve, to go uh, by the sweat of your brow, you know, right. <laughs> and, and, and work. There was something about the work, um, yeah. that, that work would always be available for you. Why is that? There would always be soil to till. There would always be something to produce. There would always be work, work yeah. available to you. And what's to the do. new, what's the new mindset yeah. <laughs> that has weakened us, right? Yeah. My happiness is your responsibility. Yeah. Dependency, yeah. dependency. And then of course it is the government will take care of you. I don't have to do anything for you. I'm just all about me. And I guarantee you those farmers back in the day, they weren't worried about what their neighbor thought in that regard, you know? Yes. They, yes. Weren't, they weren't looking to their neighbor to make them happy. <laughs> no, they weren't. They weren't. But, and then also as they, as they took the, the fruits of those labors and they shared and they did what they want voluntarily, not yeah. with government coercion, but they became a community of farmers for a reason. And that was born out of voluntary means to help yeah. one another. But you had your piece you were responsible for. It's just a whole different mindset than what our kids are being shown today. Right. So liberty made us mm-hmm. grow and develop and flourish and, and in you know, the so technological many advances in so many ways that came, that was born out of liberty. Yeah. And the, and the place where we really first tasted it was in our agrarian years. Yeah. So Thomas Jefferson said that he, he thought the strength of our nation would be in its small landholders, mm-hmm. which is, is really telling. I don't think anybody envisioned what what we're living today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the principle's still the same, even if everybody's not farming on their property. People ought mm-hmm. to have property. The reason that I invited Dr. Uh, Paul Guchon, because you're saying, well, he's a doctor. How does he know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> then you don't know Paul. Paul is, um, he also uh, has, has farmed. He also um, enjoys uh, cultivating his own property. He is very much aware of all of these things that we're talking about. And that's why I knew he could talk about this out of his own experiences yeah. because he was, he was raised this way too. Very meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. There's just something really special. When I listened to that Paul Harvey clip, you know, it brought me back to what the farmer is today, but what the farmer has always been. And it's always been the good stock of America, the, the people that truly understood the role of government to a point, right? You know, the, the government is supposed to be limited because I, man, work this land. I, man, own this land. I, man, have these rights from my creator. You stand over their government while I perform and produce <laughs> And am, and we have lost that in this country. We do not understand what those two roles are. You know, I have to say, <clears throat> James Wilson, one of our framers, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. delegate, mm-hmm. signer of the Constitution, he said, let us ransack the records of history. So we've been talking about that a lot today. I mean, you and I probably have both been on a journey where we're picking up some of this original work mm-hmm. by our founder and framer generation. It's fascinating stuff. There's treasures of knowledge there really that is. we need to face whatever it is that's coming. Mm-hmm. We need that knowledge. It, it exists. You just got to pick it up and read it. They don't want you to open a book. Yeah. They don't. They don't want you to read from this perspective of what they, they were thinking about back then, why they came here. And even in other journals that I've talked about on the show where they wrote back and they said, yeah, it's really hard, but at least you have a chance. 
Right. At least you get a chance to do what you want to do rather than being told what to do and how you are going to conduct your life and being at the behest of a king. Well, and, and this is not as daunting as it seems to. I'm just going to share a teeny mm-hmm, experience sure. I had. I've been uh, just lately diving into some John Adams. This is mm. called The Defense of the Constitutions of the Government of the United States. And I opened the, there's three volumes. He's actually describing how our republic is formed and the separations of power and stuff. But he starts the book off by quoting Thucydides, who's a, a Greek philosopher. And he describes a scene where um, there's a great fraud. Mm-hmm. And King Darius comes out of that great fraud, and then he describes the uh, just the breakdown of Greek society after that, and the, just the horrible deprivations and murders and things, and the way that the people became disconnected from each other. In fact, Thucydides' description that John Adams quotes reminded me so much of 2020. It, it made my heart hurt. And John Adams says in the book, to, to read it, it was distressing to him to read the, the, the historian Thucydides. But he makes this reference to the neighing of Darius, Darius, the neighing of the horse of King Darius. And so I have to stop and go see, what does that mean? And there's a fascinating story there. Mm-hmm. It's the story of the, the fraud that got King Darius in power. Uh, anyway, there's nothing new under the sun, but treasures and treasures of knowledge that these guys left us. What book is that? This is called A Defense of the Constitution of the Government of the United States of America. A three-volume set by John Adams. You know, we have got to to take the opportunity, if we're going to educate this country into what we have been in the past, who we were, and why we got here. And if we don't, we can't return to it because it, we're, we're so far from our beginnings right. that we, we won't be able to unless we draw, unless we have some sort of bridge to our past. And I don't know right what now. it's going to look like. Is it going to be through peaceful means or is mm. it going to be a, 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 trying to bring it back from the well, ashes? But man, like, we're in trouble. Like I said before, I'm not the we're kind of trouble. person to say Biden's not my president because the reality is speaking to me that he is, but I am the person to say um, that I can't believe that we, that, that we're just taking this coup and not doing a thing about it. So when you say that, that's what comes to mind is, I can't believe that we are okay with this coup. And I know people don't know what to do about it. And I'm not saying be violent, because I would never say that. What I'm saying is, is are, are we rolling over? Is this it? Well, like, are, what to do about it is to what learn. Do we, what do we do? Yeah, <laughs> our we founding learn. fathers said, we the, learn. Re, you know, mm-hmm. Republican forms of government. That's where our freedom comes from. What does that mean? Go learn that again. Go learn what they meant when they said Republican forms, not Republican Party, mm-hmm. Republican forms. Learn that. Yeah. Learn how to be self-sufficient right. again. Make sure nobody mm-hmm. gets elected in your state that didn't come right. out of a neighborhood delegate-driven nominating process. Mm-hmm. Make sure. Right now, they want to declare emergencies so they can take freedom. Agenda 21 is about yeah. taking land. Agenda 21 is about taking over uh, yeah. our cities. You know, everything they're doing is to take everything that we just talked about. So we have a huge duty to um, to educate ourselves and to understand this so that we go and we understand why we're shoring up property rights. First, remember, yeah, and then why, fix it. And our freedom and freedom <laughs> of speech. Remember and fix it. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Awesome. Paul Gooch. Appreciate Glad to be you. Here. And uh, Allison Armstrong joins us next. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. KateDalyRadio.com.
You already know that St. George Car Wash is the best full-service car wash in Southern Utah. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I'm a man. No, I am. I, uh, it's easier to be a guy, really. I mean, there's sexism, but just the day-to-day life of being a woman. Honestly, it looks too hard. Just hair, what a woman has to deal with, with hair, with cut and color and goos and potions. It's like, what does a guy have to do with his hair? Not have a mullet. That's all a guy has to do. Welcome, Kate Daly oh, Show. My word. Oh, I love it. I have, uh, I have such a great hour ahead of. You're not. You're just not going to want to miss this. I have. Um, Oh, Allison. Allison Armstrong. She's amazing. She is the relationship guru. She hates it when I call her that, but she is. And I adore her because uh, not only was she the favorite of Prager, who I love. I love Prager. I'm uh, bit Dennis Prager. What do you mean? Was. Or is. I'm sorry. Did I say was? Oh, my gosh. Still is. And, I mean, (laughs) the fave. He just adores Allison as much as I do. And I I will tell you this. She will be the one that will give you those moments of enlightenment that go, oh, this is what I I need to do in my relationship. This is how I make it better. And she is the one in the country that I would turn to. If I ever had a question about relationships, Allison's... The place to go. Allison Armstrong, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I am, I'm very well. Good, good. That's, that's, a, short, that's a short answer. I'm uh, giving a guy answer. Well, right? I love it though. And well, it, good, great. That's so true. One word. Oh, just fine. <laughs> <laughs> what does fine mean? Um, we want to know the definition. Um, so I have Allison on with me. I also have Dr. Paul Gooch, who is staying with us. Uh, he was just on for the last couple of hours of the show, and he's staying with us. And he'll be fun because he is well, a man. Well, can, I, can I ask a question? Because I'm <laughs> still laughing from your little uh, gaff thing. Oh, right? gaff again. So, so Allison, can you tell me why is it? I was having a really, really hard time finding time for a, ha- a, a haircut. <laughs> just and, don't do a mullet. And I threatened to my wife. I said, I'm just going to grow a mullet. And I got a dirty, dirty oh, look. So I, yeah. anyway. That's so bad. What, what, do we, what do we do with that, Allison? <laughs> well, if you look good, mm-hmm. we look good. There you go. So true. So you got to well, look good. So we have, we have rules, uh-huh. and we think we have the right to express them, and if you really love me, you will follow my rules. So, like I found out recently, my boyfriend uh, was not allowed, Mm -hmm. definitely you see that in quotes, to wear a turtleneck or have a beard in his marriage. He was not allowed to do that. And women actually think they can set those kinds of rules about somebody else's body, that that (laughs) we have the right to do that, because if you look good, Mm -hmm. I look good, and if you look bad, uh, my status tanks. And I'm a herd animal, so status is everything. That's so true. Well, though. my wife's, you know, I was born in a barn, so it's only been better. <laughs> it's only been better. <laughs> like she's actually helped the way I look can when you, I go to work, right? Can you strongly urge? I'm, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you strongly urge that a change be made? Uh, yes. I mean, can yeah. I say I don't love beards? Run? Yeah, but I mean, can you can you say that? Or I mean, you can say that. You just can't be controlling, right? Yeah, expressing a preference is one thing. Okay. I think you look sexier in. Yes. I think you look uh, 
sexier as. Sexy yeah. is actually a really good word to use. Because um, one of the things women don't know is that their men want to be thought of as sexy. Right. And women are so worried about, do you think I'm sexy? We don't know. You want to know, do I think you're sexy? Mm. And so, yeah, as usual, women don't use the words that mean the most to men. Okay. All right. Yeah. A lot of words we won't use, and they're the ones that communicate to men. Can you talk about substance versus form? Because I think this is so genius. Um, By the way, Allison has many, many... um, um, uh, what do you, what do you, they're, they're like, uh, um, <laughs> what's the word for them? Like, a like a, not like a well, webinar. Is it, would you say webinar or would you say, um, webinar series maybe? Well, we have over a hundred hours in our webinar curriculum. Curriculum. Right? So that's the word I was looking for. Women, understanding women, understand love and commitment, sex mm-hmm. and intimacy. I mean, it goes on and on. We have over 100 hours in our webinar curriculum, but we also have, I don't even know how many hours of audio recordings, because every time I learn something in the last 30 years about men, that I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody has to know this. I would I would record a conference call and then we'd edit it. And so things like the appreciation equation, the cure for complaining, coughing up the truth, all these recordings, hours and hours and hours of them, are on our website. Taking and, notes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, just, I'm a little factory. I'm a little yes, <laughs> you are. And I mean, it's just one mind-blowing thing after the next. And that's why I hope people really uh, turn to you. Um, where can people, before we get rolling, where can people find you? Well, they can go to alisonarmstrong.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you get the newest stuff. Okay. Uh, if you go to Audible or iTunes, you'll get the stuff. Uh, up until 2012. Okay. Um, so it's it's old stuff, but it's still worth listening to. Mm-hmm. And YouTube, there's so much stuff on YouTube and um, yes. our channel on YouTube and stuff like if that. If you go so, to AllisonArmstrong.com, under um, the curriculum is your first step with Allison, Understanding Men and Women. And then you go into Understanding Sex and Intimacy and Love and Commitment. But you're doing yourself a great disservice out there if you are not checking in and listening as even like a date night to Allison, because Allison's really going to help you understand what each other needs and, and how we're wired and how differently we're wired. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I really do want to say that. I love being a woman. I love that I'm married to a man. I love that he's a man. I love that he is seriously a, a fantastic man. I'm lucky. I'm a lucky girl. And let me tell you, I love the differences and we need to understand the differences and women need to stop being men and men need to, men need to, um, be men. And I can't say that enough. It's, it's vital. We need, we need that. And, and it's okay. We'll work through the stuff that we don't get about each other, but we need to, um, you know, cherish those roles. We were just talking about the seven, the book written in the 1700s where he cherished his wife, where he was looking at his wife and how supportive his wife was and just watching her with his kids and, this was in the mid 1700s as they were plowing and farming and so forth. And he was so grateful to, for her that he actually wept because he, he had such respect and love for her. And we didn't need the feminazis to save us. They have actually downgraded us women um, and, and our role and what we are, what we're extraordinary at. Do, what is your feeling on that? Well, I think I think we threw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, the upside of what happened since, uh, well, let's see, 
if you consider in the early 1900s, women were thought to be too stupid to learn how to type. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that was the, uh, right. when the YWCA wanted to teach women how to type, they're like, no, 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 too dumb, can't mm-hmm. handle it. Mm-hmm. So if you think of that and you think of us being property, which mm-hmm. we were for so long, um, and where we've gotten to, which in my, in my world, what I'm committed to, which is partnership, mm-hmm. partnership isn't possible in the presence of dependency. And as long as women didn't have the opportunities that we have to to possess and to earn and to achieve and have status on what I would call the productive status ladder mm-hmm. instead of the related to status ladder, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like who are you married to versus what you've accomplished yourself. Mm-hmm. Until we were able to play in both domains and to support ourselves that sense of dependency actually brought out the worst in women. Mm-hmm. And so n- now we have a chance. We have a chance to be partners, to be on the same team, to bring out the best in each other. The problem is, and this is what I'm interacting with all the time, is that is how old the instincts are that's, that has a woman look at a man and judge him from moment to moment. Are you a protector or an attacker? Are you a protector or an attacker? Are you a protector or an attacker? And a man can raise his voice, and he goes from a protector to an attacker. And so he goes from being supported to either, you know, fight or flight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's our, until we're aware of how much our instincts are at play, and this is where the form versus substance comes from that you, we mm-hmm. were chatting about before we started, um, and they'll wonder, what is that? What is that if you don't actually have me answer it? Um, <laughs> These are all instincts at play, and until we're aware of how compelled we are, we miss all the moments that we could have made a better choice. We'll just, mm-hmm. we'll literally, we'll just act out our instincts. And I, I, I've watched it for 30 years, and it's so sad. Mm. Um, can I give you an example? Please. Yes. So I, I was talking to one of my customers um, earlier today, and her daughter... Um, her daughter's 12 and has started her period mm-hmm. and, and she's miserable and her mom doesn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, well, the first thing to understand is that, uh, since she started her period, she has full on procreate instincts mm-hmm. and she's a herd animal mm-hmm. and, and in a herd, it's the females who decide who's worthy of mating. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, this is okay. how it works, right? In, mm-hmm. a, in a herd of horses, if the mare doesn't have enough status to deserve to mate, the other mares will break her ribs, kicking her out from underneath. Hmm. That's this not. is true. Yeah. Yes, hmm. yes. I know from and experience. human beings do the same thing. Huh. Hmm. Mean girls. It's called mean girls. Yeah. We, if, if, a, so this is why young girls are terrified of what other girls think of them. And it's, it's a real terror. It's a survival instinct. And as we get older, our biggest fear is if we, you know, love a man or want to be with a man, what will his sisters think of me? Mm. What will his ex-wife think of me? What will his daughters think of me? Does his mother approve of me? Because instinctually, we know the odds are they will decide if I'm acceptable. Mm. And there are even movies where, like, the big victory is that the man chose the woman, even though all the women in his life hated right. him. Right, right. 
Hmm. It's all instinct. And it, it causes so much tension between, like, daughters-in-laws and mothers-in-laws. And, you know, in this case, this, this young woman, this very young woman who does not know what is the source of her misery and her terror, like, that she's got to be liked by every girl at school. Hmm. Boy, that's fascinating. <laughs> Paul's, I learned Paul's something nodding new. his yeah, head. I'm yeah. like pondering all this. Right Paul's now. nodding his head. Um, <laughs> so when we come back after the break, describe substance versus form. We'll get into that. Okay. I want you to answer that. And uh, because because you know why? Because it's it's so fascinating. You know, if you're young and married, if you are newly married, if you're seniors and you're married, uh, we mm-hmm. all have our different challenges uh, with marriage and all the steps along the way. And so um, these are the basics. I think these are the basics that you have to understand about each other in this partnership we call marriage. Be right back with Allison Armstrong. Isn't she great? Allison Armstrong, spelled with one L, Allison, by the way, allisonarmstrong.com. Be right back. Have you ever noticed that Balance of Nature education and products have seemed to flood the world? It's because Balance of Nature is really changing people's lives. Balance of Nature employees frequently report that they feel satisfied with their work because of the difference they're making every day. You can be a part of that too. Balance of Nature is looking for positive, purpose-driven people who are willing and eager to learn and have a passion for helping others. Here's what some employees have to say about working at Balance of Nature. I genuinely really enjoy the atmosphere of Balance of Nature. You just feel good when you come to work. Out of all the jobs I've ever had, it is the most positive work environment I have ever seen. Just the success people get from Mount Nature, just hearing their stories of what they've seen and experienced, it's just inspiring to continue working here. Come and grow with us today by going to balanceofnature.com forward slash careers. It's your final week to save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Hi, this is Justin from the Mattress Store, and it's time to lock in the lowest price on a new Tempur-Pedic. Don't need delivery right now? No problem. $100 down. We'll lock in the low price, and you get $300 in accessories. Four Southern Utah locations, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Washington by Best Buy, Bloomington by the Walmart, and downtown. Cedar City next to Lens. Nobody beats the mattress store. Nobody. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Ford offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 60 months, up to $1,000 cash back on the new 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We hear you on approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Save Dental understands that looking for a new dentist is frustrating. They also understand that the high cost of dental care is keeping you from seeing the dentist regularly. Save Dental is affordable and most of the time half the cost of other dentists. Their dentists have years and years of experience and they use the same equipment and the same products as other dentists. Avoid paying the high cost of dental care. Save Dental. Spend less, smile more. Call 656-3868 or savedental.com. 
Guys, don't wait any longer. Now is the time to take care of that ED problem once and for all. Call Prolong Medical Center right now to get a free consultation and $800 off your treatment. Get your questions answered with a free consultation and $800 off your treatment. Prolong Medical Center of St. George uses shockwave therapy and a custom combination of other treatments to ensure your success. Call now, 435-412-5160. That's 435-412-5160. And get $800 off your treatment for a limited time. Zantac drug injury? Now, your attorney matters. Have you or a loved one taken heartburn medication like Zantac and experienced abdominal pain or stomach or other cancers? If you or a loved one has been injured by taking Zantac or heartburn medication, you could be entitled to compensation. Call Robert J. DeBryan Associates. Call or click today for a free case review. Now, your attorney matters. Robert J. DeBryan Associates. Robert DeBry has retired from the practice of law. As a business owner, taking care of your employees and their health is top priority these days. That's why a corporate membership at the Summit Athletic Club might be just what you need for your business. Studies have shown that physically fit employees are less likely to get sick, are less stressed, have more sustained energy, making them more productive, exude self-confidence, accomplish goals, are natural leaders, and know how to have fun. At the Summit Athletic Club, they know that investing, encouraging, and providing the opportunity for a physically fit lifestyle demonstrates a concern for your employees' overall well-being, and it pays off. And best of all, the Summit Athletic Club team is offering a complimentary experience for you and your employees where they'll come and explain all these benefits, including informational packets and even yummy healthy snacks. Get your employees the healthy benefits they deserve with the Summit Athletic Club's corporate membership, good at any of their three locations. Take me Doc Utah announces the exciting, long-awaited 2021 International Documentary Film Festival officially coming to St. George in November. Now in its 12th season, Doc Utah will provide over 100 world-class documentary films in Southern Utah, located at the Pine View Theaters. This expanded festival also includes all films from the postponed 2020 festival, filmmaker Doc Talks, and events. Listen for more details as DSU Doc Utah unveils their six days and 100-plus films for November. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. This is the uh, preferred love song today. <laughs> Oh gosh, I love it. Uh, preferred love song. Um, all right, I love that suggestion, Elton. Thank you. And uh, I've got uh, Dr. Paul Gooch with us still uh, today on a Friday. I've got. And by the way, you made it to your Friday. Congratulations. I know you live for the weekend. Here it is. And. Uh, I also have Allison Armstrong on with us, who is always a gift. Once a month, she comes on the show and um, just really gives me a lot of food for thought. And I really love that about her. And Paul was saying the same thing. Uh, he listens to Allison's, uh, to the podcast we I'm post after the show. And then I always like, I'm texting it to my wife and saying, please listen to this. Please yeah, listen to this. right? Because I get That's so much That's how I feel out, too. Yeah. I feel the like, same way. People don't know this. I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Right. But it's almost self-evident when you hear it. I know. So thank you, Allison. Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. And are you from the Midwest? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just grew up right smack dab in the middle of Utah. 
Well, I just have only heard gobsmacked from Midwest. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm, I'm well-traveled. <laughs> what can he say? He's well-traveled. I'm well-traveled. I love it. Um, okay, well, awesome. we've got the wonderful Allison Armstrong on, allisonarmstrong.com. And um, let me just say, there's a lot to learn from Allison, and she does these wonderful seminar webinars uh, that you can be a part of, and you can go join right now because you're going to learn so much from her. Um, and this is why even in once a month, I can't even, I can't even get to everything. Everything, all the questions I've, I have the whole month previous leading up to one of your visits. So um, we were talking about substance versus form and the basics of relationships in this partnership, because this partnership is going to change, right? You're going to be newly married. You're going to be married for a long time. You're going to go into senior years married and empty nesters. There's all kinds of, of different steps and of this partnership we call marriage, but the basics are the same. So substance versus form, I would say, is one of those basics. Well, it's. It's one of the biggest differences between how men and women tend to pay attention to relationships. Okay. And, and this links to this, this instinct, this herd instinct where status is life or death. And so as women, we pay attention to form. We pay attention to, so what do we call each other? How are we introduced? Um, what is my standing with you? Do I have a ring on my finger? How long have we been married? Mm. Right? So like you were talking about Paul being newly married. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought you were talking about months. No, he's been newly married for three years. Right. But to someone who's been married for decades, mm-hmm. which has much higher status, they've been married for so long. I mean, a three-year marriage, that's fragile. Right. That thing could still break, right? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, when we have decades under our belts, you know, we have a higher status amongst women, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is why a woman will be pressing for, will you, are you my boyfriend? You know, uh, okay. <laughs> are you my boyfriend? Am yeah. I your boyfriend? Are we going steady? Um, it's what been nine months. It's time to get engaged. Mm. And and really, there's a clock that's ticking, and it has a lot to do with um, <laughs> the gestation of a human being. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and so Valentine's Day, right? Sure. Um, just 10 days, 10, 12 days ago, a disaster for anybody who's been um, together around nine months or more. And there's actually a woman who was upset that the man she'd been seeing for 10 months uh, wouldn't commit because they'd been seeing each other for 10 months. That's all that mattered to her. By 10 months in, he should know if I'm the one. Hmm. Like, uh, it's not the passage of time that men are looking at. Men are looking at most of the 12 things that make a woman the right person. None of them is passage of time. They're all real. They're they're all substantive. Can I get what I need from her? Can I win it given her what she needs? Do I make her happy? Does she emasculate me too much? Are we going in the same direction? That's one of the biggest things. Mm. Women expect a man to marry them, and they're actually sometimes even denigrating the direction he's going. Oh, well, he thinks he's going to be a policeman, but we're going to fix that. Right? He's dreamt of being a policeman since he was eight years old. He's really intent on being a policeman, and he knows she doesn't want him to be a policeman. And she expects that he'll marry her, not knowing, hello, this is a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. You don't support me in being filling in the blank. So 
So the tendency of men is to pay much more attention to how is this going to support my life? How is this going to support my goals and my visions? Will I be better off? It's very logical. Will I be better off with her than I am without her? Mm. And, I mean, to a woman, this sounds cold. This sounds really cold. What about love? I'm sorry. Love doesn't carry the day. People are miserable. People who love each other are miserable because why? Because they fundamentally can't give the other person what they need. They can't give them enough attention or they can't give them enough support or they can't give them enough family, right? Or they just can't give them enough time to create enough connection to make her feel safe, Mm -hmm. right? So there's all these things that human beings honestly need, right? Need being that huge benefit by it being met huge consequence by not being met and men are much better at paying attention to can i give her what she needs can she give me what i need is it too hard to get what i need it's just too hard to get what i need why would anyone sign up for a lifetime Mm -hmm. of of it being too hard to get what you need from somebody else you're better off on your own because men take commitment relationship even being a boyfriend the difference between a man who's dating and who, a man who says, this is my girlfriend, mm-hmm. is huge in his natural behavior. And one of the things I'm unraveling for singles all the time is he's dating and she thinks he's her boyfriend and she keeps trying to hold him to account for boyfriend accountabilities. Right. And, to, and he's dodging them because he's never said he was her boyfriend. He never took on having a girlfriend, the responsibility, mm-hmm. you know. So men who are dating, what are you responsible for? Showing her a good time for however many hours you're on that date. That's your job. What's your job in between dates? I don't have a job between dates. I have my job between dates. I have my life between dates. Mm. When I'm on a date, I show her a good time. The rest of the time, I have no responsibilities. But to a woman, you didn't call me today. You didn't text me today. You didn't text me back for five hours. Right. And she thinks it's reasonable to hold him to account for that because we've been we've been seeing each other for three months. Aren't you my boyfriend by now? Do do men fundamentally want to assess that information to get to a step or? would they be more inclined to put it off as long as they could in the space of the unknown as long as they could? No, it's, it's mythical. Either Ah. one is mythical. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, So there are men who are in fact hunting wives. That's true. I have a 32 year old in my smart singles program. Mm -hmm. Who's like, how did I get to be 32 years old and not have found my partner yet? (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, I, that's true. That's true. You will meet, you will meet guys like that. He thinks he's so old. I was cracking up. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. the urgency? And he's like, what, what do you mean urgency? I'm really laid back. And I like played yeah. it back for him, the quote. <laughs> so, yes, there are men who are hunting a wife and they have a timeline because that's how they think. Okay. There are other men who are hunting for a wife because their vision of life is to have a partner is to build with somebody. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a very small percentage of marriages are actually partnerships. They're, they're more alliances between adversaries. They're not on the same team. That's, you know, a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. But, but there are a lot of different approaches to being married. Um, the way one man put it was, well, when it's great and it keeps being great, you just want it to be great forever. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. It's very, this, this organic process, like, why would I ever want to live without you? It's 
life is so much better with you. And this is the source also of the saying that when a man and woman get married, um, <laughs> she's hoping he'll change and he's hoping I mean, she, she won't. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the truth. And, and this is the thing that I, when you told me about Paul being newly married, mm-hmm. this is why I brought this up because, because we, we have these sets of ideals. Okay. We call it the ideal woman and the better man. Mm-hmm. And men hold themselves to these standards of what they think are good values, um, excellence, greatness, performance. And so they have the voice in their head that, you know, will say, well, a better man would have. And this is how they judge themselves and hold themselves to account. Well, a better man would have gotten in the stock market earlier, would have gotten out of the stock market earlier. Mm. A better man would have been there for his son no matter what. A better man would have fill in the blank, right? He's got a better man as a standard. Now, here's another difference between form and substance. When I've interviewed men about their better man, their better man is actually a composite of the qualities they admire in real men. Hmm. So they actually have examples. So he has a body like this right, guy. Right, like, like he's so-and-so. an investor so. like uh-huh. this guy. He's a businessman like this guy. He's He has the, you know, the heart of Gandhi. He has the, <laughs> right, and they actually mention real men with real qualities. Women, uh... We have a judge in our head who is the perfect amount of the perfect quality at the perfect time. And there's no real woman who's ever measured up to the critique in our head. That's so there's true, nothing, though. That nothing is, to do yeah. with reality, right? And, right. It, and what happens is, what happens is, <laughs> this is the person who decides how a woman needs to change. Well, now that you're his girlfriend, these are the things you should be doing. Now that you're engaged, you should be doing this and he should be doing that. Why isn't he doing that? Isn't he really engaged? Isn't he really committed? He asked you to marry him. Why hasn't he started doing the things that a fiance is supposed to do? So again, the form (laughs) is this whole job description. So, but so we think he got the job description, but no one ever gave him the job description. He thought he was just supposed to keep being a good man. Right. And and then when she gets married, uh-huh. there's a whole other set of ideals for her and for him. And so there's new fights. Hmm. There, there, I've seen people who've been happy together for 20 years and then they got married. Two right. years later, they're divorced. Oh, I've seen that too. Wow. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that too. And they're ex- yeah. what, what you're really you're talking about expectations. And so my the, exactly. the woman's expectation is what is in her mind, what she's created, the monster she's created. And then the guy's expectation is all these different men that he looks to for these expectations, right? This well, is resonating with no, me. I'm just are, listening. These are yeah. things that he admires and he'll hold himself to, mm-hmm. but mostly Okay, so here Paul, you could probably speak to this. One of the things that mystifies women because of our instincts is loyalty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the things that men are looking for in the woman that they're going to marry and that they're married to is loyalty. They yes. think at the very least that's what she should be is loyal to me. Not knowing that a woman's instincts are I'll back you. Of course I'll back you when you're right. 
<laughs> Boy, you nailed yeah, that. Because okay. from a woman's point of view, if you're wrong, I better jump horses. Oh. I, if you're wrong, okay. I will die with you. So okay. I better jump off just before you go off the cliff. We're gonna come. We're gonna come right back because I want. I want. I want to hear what Paul great. has to say. <laughs> right back. <laughs> Kate Daly show. Uh, by the way, Allison Armstrong with us. Isn't she great? AllisonArmstrong.com. Just a moment. Apple, Amazon, Google. Great things can come out of a garage, and over at Garage Doors Only, we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We service, repair, and install garage doors and openers. Give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. Check out our reviews by Googling Garage Doors Only, and let's make great things happen in your garage this year. Are you getting frustrated that home prices in southern Utah keep climbing out of your price range? Heritage Reverse Mortgage can help. A reverse mortgage extends your purchasing power and helps you afford the home you've always dreamed of having. Call us now for a consultation or free informational DVD. You will live better in retirement by financing your home with southern Utah's reverse mortgage specialists. Call 435-359-9000 or visit heritagereversemortgage.com. NMLS number 1497455. Not all borrowers will qualify. Greg, once again from the Gold Ore Store, it's time to buy silver. This time, you don't have the luxury of sitting on your hands and not engaging. You must act now. After two decades of service in the precious metals business, all of us as professionals in this industry are seeing $600 silver within the next 24 months. Yes, you heard that correctly. $600 silver is coming and much more after that number is reached. You don't have to believe anything I say, but simply take a look at what silver has done in just one year. This bull market has not even begun, folks. Don't be a CSW, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Call now, 435-703-9119 or goldorestore.com. Remember, Gold Ore Store, when it's time to sell. We are aggressively buying silver in all forms, but especially one-ounce rounds. Gold Ore Store sells for less and pays you more. Voted best gold store in best of southern Utah. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Ford offers a standard 2-liter turbocharged I-4 engine and an available 2.7-liter V6 twin turbocharged engine. With varying horsepower, you can choose the engine that best suits your performance needs, helping you to make your drive uniquely your own. Right now, you can get 0% for 60 months, up to $1,000 cash back on the new 2020 Lincoln Nautilus. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We hear you on approved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Do you have parents or a loved one that really needs 24-hour care? If they're really not the best in an emergency or with modern technology like a smartphone, here is something to consider. Rescue Alert of Dixie with just a single push of a button, your loved one will be contacted and get immediate help. Plus, just by wearing the device around their neck, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to a phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie still works. The Emergency Response Center will call them, make sure they're okay, or call someone from their call list or send emergency medical help immediately. The idea of having somebody there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week is a great gift for anybody, no matter their age. And it costs less than a dollar a day with no contracts. For peace of mind, consider Rescue Alert of Dixie today. 
Protecting your loved ones with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescuealertdixie.com. What you need right now is a nice little getaway, and we have just what the doctor ordered. Retreat to Mesquite for the Casablanca Resort's $99 room and golf package. Right now, you can get a one-night stay in a gorgeous, super relaxing room at the Casablanca Resort and 18 holes of golf at your choice of either the Palms or Casablanca Golf Club. The perfect getaway you need right now. Book your $99 room and golf package now at CasablancaResort.com or call 877-438-2929. Guys, don't wait any longer. Now is the time to take care of that ED problem once and for all. Call Prolong Medical Center right now to get a free consultation and $800 off your treatment. Get your questions answered with a free consultation and $800 off your treatment. Prolong Medical Center of St. George uses shockwave therapy and a custom combination of other treatments to ensure your success. Call now, 435-412-5160. That's 435-412-5160. And get $800 off your treatment for a limited time time. For nearly five years, Affordable Funerals and Cremations has cared for families by valuing service over profit. It's why they won Best Estate two years in a row, and now they are humbled to be nominated for Best of Southern Utah. If you feel they've been able to treat your family with respect and dignity, vote for them at bestofsouthernutah.com in the Best Funeral Home category, and thanks for making them a part of your story. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Baby, I'm amazed the way you love me all the time. Maybe I'm afraid of the way I love you. Maybe I'm amazed the way you pulled me out of time. You hung me on the line. Maybe I'm amazed. words of course you did because we have Allison Armstrong on you listen to every word I was going to play love stinks but I didn't I opted for an old uh, Paul McCartney there you go uh welcome back to the show make sure you get over to balance of nature balance of nature what an awesome supplement and uh you can put the code Kate and you can get um Free shipping and 35% off if you put in the code Kate. Same with MyPillow. MyPillow, Mike Lindell and I have partnered up, and he's, uh, what an asset to the show he is. I interviewed him last Friday. He's such an amazing guy, and uh, his new movie is out. And by the way, you can put in the code Kate, and you can order pillows and sheets and all of those things, right? Mattress toppers and mattresses and down comforters and even a dog bed. And you're going to buy them anyway? Go and buy them from MyPillow. Put in the code Kate. Get all the discounts, and you'll support this show. 
and keep it on the air. And you'll also support Mike Lindell in all of the things he's doing uh, to support uh, values in this country. And I love that. I have the great Allison Armstrong on from AllisonArmstrong.com and UnderstandingMen.com. And, and let me just tell you um, what a thrill it is to always have her on because we get the gift of Allison, but she just makes so much sense. And whenever I have her on, I learn something and I'm usually talking about it that night with my husband. I have Dr. Paul Gooch with us today as kind of a special, <laughs> a special yeah. Friday surprise. You know, he's our, he is the male in this. I just wanted to see you know, this. I didn't want to miss any of it. Right? Yeah. Uh, but Paul is awesome. And, and getting kind of Paul's, you know, take on the, the guy uh, that, you know, we're talking about <laughs> men versus women and men and women working together partnerships, I really should say, instead of versus. Um, and uh, let me rephrase that. Can we hear what he has to say? Because we, we left yes. off with talking about loyalty. And yes. so woman loyal is, you know, I got your back when you're right. Yeah, and no, I, women I don't know that it's, well, no, I, you got my back even when I'm wrong. Mm, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Please, yeah, no, I, I, that's exactly how I feel inside. And that's exactly how she responds. I mean, you really? nailed it to a T. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we might have words when we get home, but I, and she's, <laughs> but she's awesome about it. <laughs> right. Well, but well, it's true the, though. The image I like, Paul is, and you'll see it in a movie from time to time mm-hmm. where there's these two guys, they're back to back in a bar, in a fight and one of them is saying over his shoulder to the other, you idiot, I can't believe you did this again. <laughs> but he's still there back to back duking it out, even though this is his best friend, the idiot who always, you know, tries to pick up on the bad guy's girl. Right. right. <laughs> and, but he's still there like you're wrong and I'm still here. That's what loyalty is. And I asked, I asked a bunch of men once. What has you say he's like a father to me? Mm-hmm. What has you say that about a man? Right. And um, what they said basically was um, because he care a man who cares enough to tell me when I'm screwing up. Yeah. Mm. I like yeah, that. So yeah. Women want want dads to never criticize their sons. They went, oh, he needs unconditional love. Right. Uh, you know. Getting an award for everything, it doesn't actually create esteem in young men. It's someone who who says, you're valuable enough for me to go out of the way to say you're better than this. Hmm. Well, so I think this is kind of tied to it, but we were alluding to this in the break. But what about a men and productivity and how, that, how the relationship affects that? Well, if I, let me just start with productivity because this is something that illuminate so many parts of life, which Kate was referring to earlier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to call it hunting mode because women take it on as well. But when we're in a committed state of mind, when we're, when our lives are about producing results, making things happen, providing for others, mm-hmm. we experience being safe from being productive, from that we f- think we're productive, we feel productive. But one of the things that's also was stunning to me um, when I realized it, it just flew out of my mouth, but it's also a matter of time. So you can have a man who externally looks incredibly successful, and he's depressed. And he's depressed because when he looks in his life, all Mm -hmm. his productivity is in his past. 
He hmm. doesn't see any productivity in his future. He's he, maybe he's retired. He's about to retire, right. or his testosterone levels are falling, and he doesn't feel ambitious. Or opportunities seem like they're disappearing. So he can have amassed all these signs of success and be depressed because when he looks in his future, he's not going to be productive. Boy, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then more like in an immediate present, um, this is where we have conflicting instincts, right? A woman will interrupt a man in order to connect with him, mm-hmm. not knowing that she just inhibited he diminished his productivity by interrupting his focus. Oh. And so he'll get upset. Like she's trying to feel safe by feeling connected, but she just did the thing that threw him off his horse by interrupting his productivity. Mm. And then it's the attempts to connect end up in a, in a fight or an upset or a huge disconnect instead because he needs to be supported in his productivity and he'll actually say she supports me because she does things that allow me to be more productive, which could be as simple as setting a sandwich beside him and then fading away without needing credit for the sandwich, just feeding him right. so he can keep you productive. <laughs> a nice thing which, to do out of love. <laughs> a very nice thing to right. do. And, and one woman confessed that how she emasculated her husband was by withholding food. Jeez. And, you know, most wives withhold sex. She withheld food on purpose. She would not feed him. And these are things we consider, you know, in this day and age, are beneath us, you know, to feed a man. Right. Well, the feminazis consider it... we're on the same team. The feminazis consider it to be slavery, whereas I look at it like I make my man a sandwich because I love him and he's probably hungry and I'm in the kitchen and I'm fine to do it. I mean, I'm not a slave. I'm, I'm operating out of love, right? Concern and love and... And taking care of somebody. It's funny how we can all look at things so differently. Uh, those competing but, instincts. Well, I'm yeah. just going to give a shout out to my wife because um, even though it might not be instinctual to her, mm-hmm. um, she seems to get it. I, I mean, there's it takes almost all of my mental faculties. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of used up by the time I get done at the end yeah. of the day at work. So why you need man cave time. And I've heard you talk about needing to go home yeah. and just, like, have that 30 minutes to sure. unwind or whatever. you got to slip your brain into neutral or something so you can mm-hmm. recharge your battery. But um, but she recognized sometimes all the relationship work is also exhausting. And like, I'm trying to save my, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to save my reserves for going out there and making the living. <laughs> yes. And that, but by right. the way, my husband and I traded roles and I cannot tell you the amount of stress. All those women who go, oh no, we have it much worse. We're up with the kids all night. Da, da, da. No, 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 no. You don't know what it's like to be in charge of a family 24 seven and never get that elephant off your back. And you are constantly stressed in your mind yeah. about providing and it is, it's hard. And being on both sides of that, I can tell you from experience, it's tough. And I got a whole new revelation when it came to which role is harder. They're not harder. They're different. But man, they both have their own unique stresses. It's true. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. And uh, so can I, you always want me to give something practical. Yes. Can I give you something practical? Please. Yeah. So you're talking about partnerships over time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, we have this distinction that I call deal making, right? Like okay. let's make a deal. Mm-hmm. And if you want to write something down, write down values mm-hmm. plus circumstances. Okay. Equal deals. Okay. Values plus circumstances equals deals. Equal deals. Okay. Yeah. 
so the first thing that any couple's got to do is align on their values. Like, what are the values that are going to rule the day? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, these are the ones we're going to make our decisions based on. So if you can't agree on what values you're going to base your decisions on, mm-hmm. this is hopeless. Conflict will be endless. Okay. This is, this Give is me an example. Partnership course, an... which is on Audible. Mm-hmm. Like, the first thing to do is align on the values that are going to be the basis of our life. And... And then once you've done that, right, you have aligned values. Mm-hmm. For example, Greg and I both have the value of had the value of freedom okay. um, and the value of self-expression. And so in raising our family together, safety mm-hmm. ruled because mm-hmm. safety survival. And then after that, it's freedom and self-expression. And so we would make our decisions. We would apply those values to whatever the circumstance was in our life that we that we didn't like how it was going. Okay. Right? You can anywhere in your life that you're like, Ugh, that was that sucks the life out of me. That's no fun. That's no good. You can make a deal, right? And the phrase is, well, if I had it all my way, right? If I had it all my way when I woke up in the morning, mm-hmm. you would stay in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. I would slip out of bed, close the door, mm-hmm. and go get to putter around the kitchen and the living room and the rest of the house for for an hour. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> if you wake up, don't come out. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I'll leave a snack by the bed if you need it, if you're hungry. But just leave me alone right. to collect myself, right? Sure. If I had it on my way. Mm-hmm. And then, and what that would provide for me is this, and, and then you turn it over to the other person. Well, if I had it on my way, um, I'm fine with all your way, except for could you snuggle me? Right. Could you, like, scooch over and snuggle mm-hmm. with me? me for um, seven minutes. I just need seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Just just snuggle up to me for seven minutes and then slip out of bed and go do that. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So you so is there anything you need? No, no. Would it, uh, wow, this is a great deal. Right? And right. both of you are all happy because the other person's like, oh, after you leave and I've been snuggled, mm-hmm. I could read my book. <laughs> right. <laughs> or I could go back to sleep or I could listen to a podcast or I could... Right, there's mm-hmm. all these things that could happen in, I mean, literally every single circumstance. This is how we transformed dinner time in my household, which was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. This is how we transformed sure. the way we communicated about sex. Mm-hmm. This is how we, this is how we transformed planning, because most women don't know that men plan and then they commit to the plan, but they don't have Robert's rules of order. So they don't like, <laughs> yes, you know what it is. So they don't say, you know, may I have a motion? Do I have a second? All those inventors say, hi. No, 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 no. He does all this silently. Yeah. Right, he right. commits to the plan mm-hmm. and then the plan's on a need to know basis. Nobody needs to know it. He's just going to execute it. <laughs> He's just cracking up. Well, so my, true. my wife is the consummate deal maker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Oh, it's so true, though. It's just such, it's just, it, yeah, you're exactly right. And I'm right. the consummate silent planner. Good job being a man. Oh. And, um, yeah, you, gotta, you have to conceal your plan so nobody tries to foil them. Right. That's, a, that's a basic basic instinct. Conceal oh. everything that's important so it can't be used against you. That's why that and, is. Uh, but, Kate, I do need to say in this form and flow, okay. men and women will ask me, so when should you start making deals? Okay. What do you Before say? you ever have the first date. Ooh. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. All oh, right. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'd love, I'd love to see you. I'd love to get together with you. I'd love to have a Zoom call with you. I just, I just need to be done by seven thirty. Hmm. Oh, okay. Is there anything you need to make sure we're hanging out by seven thirty? Uh, well, just remind me. Well, when would I remind you? Oh, about seven twenty-five. Okay. How would I remind you? You just say, oh, remember, I got to be off at seven thirty. Okay. All right. Deal. So you're letting each other know your expectations. You're putting it out there. You're making this deal, and and this enables the partnership to thrive. You're both on the same page. I just wouldn't say expectations because okay. they're they're like bunny rabbits. Expectations breed more expectations. They're very uh, <laughs> so destructive. Okay. So you're letting the other person know what you actually need. Ah, great way to put it. Okay. I need, yeah, I need this. Okay. And, and you find out early on, do they care what you need? And one of the things we've found out is that when s- someone's just sexually attracted or someone's just economically attracted, uh-huh. they don't care what you need. Uh. They'll go, what do you have to be off at 730 for? Why do you got to do that? Don't be a spoil sport. That's so Instead true. Instead of how can I give you what you need, they're like, how can I run over your need? How can I remove the obstacle of your need? And that's a excellent way to find out immediately does Mm -hmm. this person care about me at all boy i wish we had another hour on this i really do there's so much to (laughs) say i'm just sitting here gobsmacked i know right gobsmacked again again. see (laughs) allisonarmstrong.com that's one l allison allisonarmstrong.com you just you just have to go to the website and you must do this for a date night you really need to you'll be hooked the queen's code all kinds of wonderful writings from allison find them they are so popular in america and all over the world thank you allison you're the best. You're welcome. Wow. She is so great. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back here on Monday. The 2020 Lincoln Nautilus at Ken Garf St. George Ford offers a standard two-liter turbocharged I-4 